All right, it is eight o'clock or eight oh six, whatever, and it is time for our first ever Anthony on Air live podcast. Frankie C is in the house as always. I am here whenever he can. Special co-host, how you doing, my man? Doing well. I'm excited that we're live. This is so cool. It is cool. I'm excited. Um, first ever ice cream social distancing, alcohol consumed also, based off of the offices. Do you mean Laverne's Pies Tires Fixed also? Yes. Laverne's Pies Tires Fixed also. We are here. We've got booze. We've got ice we cream. Do. do you have ice cream? I don't. I haven't been able to get to the store, so I have all the booze I can handle. I have brownies, and I have snacks, but booze first. All right, so booze all the way. No, uh... no ice cream this time around. Didn't get to the store. Next time, though. All right. That doesn't make you a bad person. I try to be good. Listen, uh, I got I got the booze. That, that's half of it, right? And that that counts. That's it. All you need is one. You don't need everything, but uh, one of the two definitely helps for sure. Um, I got. Look at this tropical, look at this thing. I'm going to hold this up. I don't know how you manage that in quarantine times. You have a pina colada that looks like it came from, I don't know, the deck of, the Royal, of a Royal Caribbean ship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it's not in a hollowed out pumpkin. I'll tell you how. <laughs> or pumpkin? Coconut. Coconut. I don't know what, what season I'm in. I knew where you were going. It's quarantine times, man. Thank it's all you. Good. Sometimes these things happen. Um, I have an amazing wife. That's where that's where it came from. I have an utterly amazing wife who does utterly amazing things for me. So that is a home run right there. Yeah, I am just uh, sharing these all around in our our separate groups. Let's bring in uh, from the eight o'clock shot group. My man Ethan is here with us tonight. Ethan, how are you, buddy? Ethan, are you there? We lost Ethan. We lost Ethan. <laughs> this is a live show, folks. This is how it works. <laughs> he looks... It, that that was a hell of an image to get frozen on. He looks like just starstruck. <laughs> He's like, oh my God, what did I walk into? <laughs> He's like, I can't believe I got on this. This is amazing. He's like, look at that pita colada. <laughs> he, he sort of got on this. <laughs> yeah. Well, there he goes. He got... The, okay, I, that was fun. It was good. It's great having Ethan on. Thanks for being part. <laughs> Thanks, Ethan. What a great, great thing that was. He was great, Got wasn't he? I, I, I will look fondly on this time that we had together with Ethan. Yeah, I like the things that he was saying in towards the middle. You know what, though? Enough of this. It'll be like we had a whole conversation <laughs> that I will somehow make. I'm opening this. I Crack it open, anymore. baby. It's eight o'clock. It's All live right. podcast time. Let's go We're with doing it. What, this. Are you, what are you drinking, by the way? Got a little rosé going here. A little rosé all out, day? Straight out of California. Hey. All right, let's see if we got Ethan back. Hold on a second here. Ethan, you're back. Hey, what's up, sir? I don't know what happened there. All right. How are you, dude? Good, good. What's going on? Okay, we're, we're, uh, Frank was just talking about his uh, rosé that he's uh, drinking up. I want to say hi to Jill in the YouTube chat. I want to say hi to everybody watching on Facebook Live. We're on Facebook Live and YouTube. 
Cheers to George. Cheers to Greg. Greg uh, calling Frank Milhouse Jr. <laughs> That's kind of an inside <laughs> joke. That's appropriate. <laughs> that is appropriate. Uh, all right, so Frank's got his rosé. Frank, what do you? What's on the label there? Who is that exactly? Let's see what we got here. We got uh, Sprig and Rose, twenty seventeen oh. rosé from California. Let me guess, twelve ninety nine. Kidding? Eight ninety nine. A little older than that, I think. Twist top, baby. Is that a twist top? That is a twist top. Yeah, eight ninety nine. It does the trick, though. <laughs> that is delicious. What do I need? A forty dollar bottle? This is fantastic. No, you don't. You don't. You don't need a forty dollar bottle. This works just as well. Uh, Ethan, what are you drinking, dude? Only the best of the best, right here. Oh, I left my camera there for a second. Sorry. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this. There you go. Hold it in the middle. Oh, what is that? That looks like it's hard looking. Uh, it's a little screwball whiskey. Oh, and the best. Screwball nice. whiskey. My man came to play tonight. Whiskey, it's a uh, little uh, peanut butter whiskey right now. It's uh, the most popular drink out there right now. Uh, if you guys have seen on the 8 o'clock shot. Whiskey is a big thing. Uh, Ethan, you sound like you're in a subway. I want to see how long we can hang with this. But go ahead. Drink up, my man. <laughs> whiskey. Yeah, have a drink. Whiskey seems to be the drink of choice in the eight o'clock shot group. Now, I just want to preface this. I came, my wife made me this annoying. I feel like we're at fifth in Lexington. My wife made me this amazing pina colada with, um, I've got, uh, I don't know if you can see it, but I've got pineapple on top there. See the little pineapple. Oh, that's fantastic. As a backup though, I do also have, this looks like whiskey, but it's Diplomatico. That's my rum, my sipping rum of choice right there. Now, I went with this, Very right, nice. you see, because I usually like drinking whiskey, but I feel like rum is a much more vacation-y, take a breather, like... Tropical. It's tropical sound, uh, tasting, yes. and it reminds you of going on vacation. Whiskey, I mean, that. How is it harsh? Is it? Does it burn, or does? how does it... How's it go down? What's the, uh... This one's phenomenal. <clears throat> it's got a fantastic peanut butter flavor to it. You know, it's just, uh, it's got the burn on the back end, but it's got that nice peanut butter flavor to it. It's a nice. And correct me if I'm wrong, but is that a Death Star ice cube in your glass? You saw that, didn't you? I did. You can't throw yeah, a Death uh, Star by me. Uh, well, I <laughs> can't said throw a Star by And I have a backup just in case. Nice. Yeah, another one right there. So I put that it's in there. The only way to drink with Star Wars in the room. No, of course. Come on now. I got a bunch and, of Star uh, Wars nurses. Send help. <laughs> they're going to start Come talking. Come on, man. They're going to start talking Klingon soon, and then it's going to all be a nightmare. Whoa, whoa. That's a different universe. Oh, is that Star Listen, Trek? I'm sorry. I don't. It's Star Trek. Come I, on, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> don't I'm insult. So sorry. Uh, Janine says, uh, Frank, that wine goes down good like your mom. So there you go. Insults are coming fast and, and early here. Good one. Um, right out of the gate. It's a good one. Um, <laughs> Colette, Jennifer, Tracy, Brianna, Charles, Alan, Christopher, thanks all for joining. Um, Cheers to you guys and to my mom. Uh, of course. How do you make a Death Star ice cube? Is that come like, is like a mold that you buy? 
Yeah, I wish I had that with me. But it was just um, like a little neoprene type of thing. Um, yeah, I'm getting the echo now, too. But uh, no, it has a little neoprene. You, put it, you pull the water in, pop the top on it, leave it for a couple hours, and then you know, it pops right out. Love it. Nice. What aisle is what island nerds are us that you find the Death Star ice cube uh, trays? One, baby. <laughs> uh, it was actually um, in the seat back of uh, seat, uh, I think, 3C on Delta Airlines. There you well, Sky Mall. Just because you're not involved in this universe doesn't mean you got to put us down. No, you're this right. is a Sky Mall what is it about Sky Mall that you read that thing and you just go, I wish my life was like, I want to order this product because I want to better my life. Like every product in there is, is that sort of a thing. Like, it's just something that you're just like, if I had this, I would be a better person. I think it's the altitude. <laughs> oh, exactly. It's it, nothing. You don't need a thing. Nothing, no. but, but I think being 30,000 feet in the air helps. I mean, you'll do anything at that point. Right, it's the compressed air. Something gets you. I guess so. All right, in the chats, I want to know what everybody else is uh, drinking tonight. Let us know. Uh, if you want to take a picture, that's more than welcome to, but a description would be just fine. I do also well, you have You don't have to drink cream. either. Ice cream, too. Yeah. Yeah, we could, it could be ice cream, too. I do have ice cream as well. I have quite the selection of ice cream. I'll probably reveal that. Uh, a little bit later on in the uh, in the show here, but I definitely want to know what everybody is uh, is drinking in the chat, and I want to thank everybody for being in here so far. Um, Ethan is here from eight o'clock shot. Now I talked to Sean. Yeah. I joined eight o'clock shot group when it was like twenty four thousand strong, 7, or whatever it was. I think it was yeah. twenty seven when you joined up. Twenty seven. No, it was twenty. When I joined, by the time I talked to Sean, it was 27. By the time I posted that podcast, it had blown up over, I think, 30,000. How many people? Oh, are, how many people are there now? Uh, let me see. I think we are 71,774 right now. Jesus Christ, 71,000. How many do you predict we'll lose after this? Go ahead, Frank. What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> the quality of the video holds up. We'll see. <laughs> I said, how many think we'll lose after this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, having fun, though. 71,000. Yeah, that's incredible. And... And how, like, are you guys doing anything, or is this all strictly just organic growth? You know, we're just letting it letting it be open. Um, in honesty, it's not our fan base that we have here. It's just all just regular people. It's not beer nerds. It's not, you know, uh, people in the industry. Oh, I love the doggy. Looking good. But uh, no, it's just all, it's just regular people. Everybody at home, stuck at home, whether they come off of work or if they're just stuck or stuck, they're in there and they just love to talk. And uh, you know, we, we keep the political stuff non-existent. And you know, obviously we're we're going through all the chats and stuff like that, making sure that nothing goes crazy. Um, yeah, some moderation. There's about four or five of us to moderate. But we're just having good conversations, trying to keep everything just down to the niche marketing uh, as of the drinkers and having people have fun. Yeah, people are pounding whiskey like crazy. 
Be so nice. how long has this been going on? Uh, believe it or not, uh, March 23rd was the first day that this thing was created. March good 23rd. Time to so start think, it, man. Uh, what's that? It's the perfect time to get this thing going. Uh, well, that's what happened. Uh, yeah, this, as you heard last time, Sean was hanging out with a couple friends and stuff like that. And I uh, just said, you know what? Let's just take an 8 o'clock shot. Did nothing behind it. They just wanted one at 8. And people loved it. And said, okay, let's do an 8 5. And then they go on and uh, we said, let's do this every day. Let's try to do this uh, all the time. And next you know, he went to a Facebook page to try to get out. Invited some local friends. Local friends invited some of their friends and family. The next, you know, we start seeing things from Ohio. <laughs> Ohio oh, people, awesome. Nebraska people, and California people. And right now, we actually have 42 people from uh, from Ireland. We have some. Oh, wow. <laughs> Frank, you do it. I'm not going to. That's so cool. I'll, I'll lose a job, but you can say it. Go ahead. You can react to the Ireland. What am I saying? Oh, the Ireland thing. Started drinking. But you got. It's gonna find. I'm Ireland not saying anything. Eventually, I'm just. We got some. Yeah, I, Ireland's welcome. You're all welcome here. It's all friendly here. I want to know what Anthony's gonna say about Ireland. I'm just. Uh, I'm not exactly. gonna say anything. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not gonna say anything about <laughs> it. I'm just saying. I did find it funny though, being as that like it. It totally started as I thought it was a patchwork thing to to begin with, and then like oh, yeah. I saw other people kind of like join it, and then all of a sudden people were. People started posting like, "Is this a Long Island thing?" Because I don't like like the other people outside of New York started like jumping on board and seeing it, you know. So I was well. Listen, it was only it was only supposed to be about eight people. Like it was just supposed to be just whoever was in the backyard that one time, and then just hanging out and just being able to talk. Then next, you know, seventy-two. That's how. Seventy-nine thousand, and that sound, is across yeah, the Atlantic, different countries now. Yeah, you, can, no, you, exactly. you sound like you're being you're being attacked by R two D two right now. That's what it sounds like on my end. Oh, uh, good reference, Ant. Collect- Very good. We're all proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got this the right guy movie. right here. I got. I have Star Wars Wikipedia up on my phone, so I. Can- <laughs> You had a Wikipedia R2-D2? That's just sad. <laughs> Who's the... I don't know the difference. Okay, this will be a great segment to go into our first uh, uh, um, our first conversation. Topic. Yeah, first topic. Uh, Colette's drinking a Cosmo. That's... When you're making a Cosmo nice. at home, you're quarantined. You know you're quarantined. That's a skillful <laughs> thing. Good for hey, you, Colette. Enjoy that. You deserve it. I couldn't make... I would love to have a Cosmo. I couldn't even... It's It's too... You get the shaker, and it's just too much. Uh, rolling Rocks and pizza for Bill. Greg is having a Sculpin IPA. My man, Tracy's enjoying a Pinot. Janine has a cucumber vodka, St. Germain, and lime juice. There you go. Ooh. Also pretty fancy. Skillful right there. That's I'm liking the, uh, the the variety. Um, I don't know the difference between R two D two and C three PO. I don't know which one is which. I have no. Idea. I know uh, one's the gold guy and the other one is the little roller thing. I know. If you had to guess, roller thing he says. I know the new roller guy's name is BB eight. Is it BB eight? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I got that. Um, Correct. But the I think C three PO is the gold guy, and R two D two is very good. The roller guy. Okay, 
There you go. So our topic tonight is mo huge movies, massive movies that you have never seen, but that you've had to like fake or pretend to see or have had to tell somebody convince you about it. And I'll 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 start right here. First of all, I've seen the original Star Wars. I think I've seen. I can't. Uh, no, no, you haven't. I'm episode sorry. Episode five. You were probably doing something while it was on in the background. There's no way you paid attention to Star Wars while it was on TV in front of you. I've never. I don't know if I ever saw six. Six is with the Wookies. Is that the Wookie oh, one? Oh God. I can't with you. <laughs> now I know one, two, and three. I've kind of, I've seen, I saw one of them with you, Frank, when they came out in like the nineties. Which one came out in the nineties? Yeah, 90s? the three of them came out in the nineties. But you, you got the originals are, <laughs> the originals are the ones you got to see first, which are four, five, and six. Right. Well, I barely saw those because here's the problem. Again, like I. I just like once you know kind of what happens, like once you know how it ends, which I did, I couldn't sit through the whole thing. But you thing. don't. You don't. It hasn't ended until these last. Yeah, say, it hasn't ended yet. Yeah, so but I knew how. Yet. I knew how the first one or the fourth one, however you want to say it, ended. I knew how the original. But it's not the went. end. All right, but I still. I, I knew how the movie concluded. Okay, <laughs> it busted my chops for. Um, <laughs> well, since the beginning, George Lucas wrote out nine movies. He, before he the first one was start? made, I didn't know that he wanted to make it yeah. nine movies before the first one was even made. It's a little ambitious. He must have been high off his ass. Hey, it got done. <laughs> that must. And it like, was the seventies, so must, yeah, maybe. Must have been that good San Francisco LSD, the Grateful Dead ad that he was. It worked, uh, man. Whatever gets the job done, I guess. <laughs> I know. I'll write nine Speaking movies of, right out of the gate. Who cares if I'm a first-time director? It doesn't matter. What did he? He didn't do anything Here. before Star Wars, did he? He did American Graffiti. Was that? Oh, okay. This movie called American Graffiti. Was that Lucas? This is American Graffiti. And that is the second movie I've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> and he did a lot of independent little things, but American Graffiti was the big one, which had Harrison Ford in it, which led to him being Han Solo. All right, see, Greg is with me in the Facebook chat. I'm with Ann. Empire Strikes Back. Who cares? See, who cares if the Empire Strikes Back? That's what I'm talking about, Greg. Me and you. But what are you going to do when the Force awakens? Me and Greg will be on this side of the podcast with our normal ice cubes. I'm like, you freaks. Greg, come over to the dark side, man. <laughs> oh, here we, we go. We need you. <laughs> Darth Vader humor now. But you got, all right. So Star Wars, you, you haven't really jumped on board. Those That's a movie that you should have seen by now that I can't yeah. really count as you seeing. And I'm out of the lexicon. Yeah, because, yeah, I've, I've seen it. I, I went to one with you that I watched all the way through. I don't remember which one it was. And I've seen them. I've seen a couple of them, like, on TV or whatever. But I've never, I have no idea. Everybody has all these references. I don't get it. If you I'm, don't know who C three the difference between C three PO and R two D two, then you haven't seen them. Well, I got it. I mean, it took me a little while, but I got it eventually. No, I was there. No, 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 no. I was there. All right, who played Michael Corleone? Al Pacino. That's, well, see, that's how you should know it. <laughs> that's that's exactly how you should know Star Wars. All right, Ethan, we, we got we're getting some crazy feedback from you. So let me get let me get a movie from you. Um, 
a movie that you've never seen that everybody is like, how could you have not seen this? Uh, I'll say I've, I've got a lot, actually. I've got a ton of movies. Um, those Hunger Game movies, I haven't seen a single second of those at all. I haven't seen any of those. Uh, That's all right. <laughs> I haven't seen the Hunger uh, Games movies at all. Either. Thank you. I get yelled at all the time for it. I get people we'll like, I've seen them. I've seen them. I've seen them, but it's okay if you haven't. It's really, it's fine. If those are like for the younger crowd, younger than us. Yeah, okay. I saw them, but, but you don't have to. <laughs> well, let me see what I got. I got a top top movies of all time. I'm going to Google that. I'm going to go tell you exactly what I have seen. The thing with the Hunger Games is, and again, this is this falls into the Star Wars thing where once you fall into the joke or the meme and you get the meme like i give this one i give myself as tribute like i can't i can't sit through the movie now because i kind of know the entire film based off of that one stupid meme right do you though you know a scene you know know. i'll tell you this story maybe the uh batman movies the last one i ever saw was the george Clooney version Holy crap. Are you oh, serious? I haven't seen Dark Knight. I haven't seen anything else. I saw Michael Keaton. I saw Val Kilmer. And I saw George uh, Clooney, whatever his name is. George Clooney, arguably the worst Batman. Yeah, we had an Arnold Schwarzenegger in that one, didn't it? Well, yes. Arguably the worst. The worst. <laughs> it was bad. But. I'm telling you, the the newer ones, not Ben Affleck, the one with Christian Bale, those three. The second, well, I haven't seen those, the Heath Ledger, the Heath Ledger one, right? That yeah, one, I haven't seen that. My opinion could have been in the best picture category, and it should have been in the best picture category because it was an unbelievable movie. Not just because it's a superhero movie, but it was just a great movie all around. I agree. Oh, like of all time, or I, yes, I agree. It definitely with Frank. deserved best picture nom. It's it is like that year or of all time. Uh, all time, it's it's in the top. It's definitely in the top. I'd say thirty. It is really. It is by far yeah. one of the greatest movies of uh, ever. The and I I don't like to jump on like the hype of like oh this guy died so we gotta like love this guy, but for gonna do with it. He that and 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 here's the other thing too with Heath Ledger in in. What was it called, Frank? Dark Knight? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time it's the first time in a really, really long time in film that you have a character that is so despised yet so beloved. Like you're rooting for him at the same time as you can't stand what he's doing. It's similar to what was so great about the Sopranos and why the Sopranos took off with this whole anti hero movement. That was the first time in a really, really, like, I'd have to really go back and look. I mean, probably some old 70s Clint Eastwood movie to like the last time you go back to an anti hero being so beloved. That's what was so great about Heath Ledger. So not only did he play the shit out of it and be amazing, but it was also, oh, man. it was also the role, Frank. Don't you agree? Like, the, it was written like super, super well to be like amazing in. I mean, the Joker. The Joker by himself is a legendary character, but right. 
and everybody has their different take on them. And you'd be, I mean, Anthony, I don't know if you know this, but Luke Skywalker himself, Mark Hamill, voices the Joker in I the animated know, in the series. Cartoon. I, I did know that. Yes. Yeah, I got that one. Okay, so there's a connection there. But Heath Ledger was unbelievable as the Joker. He did his own take on it. And I remember first hearing that Heath Ledger was cast as the Joker, and everybody was like, that's ridiculous. Heath Ledger, he's such like just a pretty boy that nobody is going to take seriously in this role. But what was it, 10 Things I Hate About You or whatever it is? Right, A Knight's Tale. He was in a bunch of like chick flick movies. But when he, if you watch this movie, he just commands this role, and whenever he's not on screen, you're worried that he's going to do something, and you want him on screen, and he's just menacing and just psychotic and fantastic. It's it's a it's a just a role that he just nailed, hundred <laughs> percent. Tracy writing in Adam West was the best Batman. <laughs> Adam West was a glorious Batman. He was a phenomenal great. Batman. Uh, it's oh. true. Fun fact about your old pal Ant, I own two movies via iTunes, and The Dark Knight is one of those movies. Because you can always go to it. In fact, like whenever I go away on a trip and we got to watch something, that's what I put on because I have it. I own it. So now, can, I go can I go on that just watching that cold? We got to watch something before it or after it or yeah, whatever. I got to watch the I first say- one. Yeah, it's Batman's origin, which which everybody kind of knows, but this puts a little more, oh, that's why he wears this mask, or that's why he has this, that's why he has that. And it kind of fits in, and it's it's just him coming into his own, becoming why he becomes Batman, and it just leads right into the the Joker, and it's it, it's worth seeing the first one. I would recommend seeing the first one. Adam West was Tracy's first crush. A little interesting fact about Tracy. There you go. Tracy. Picking up the interesting <laughs> facts here. Uh, Greg is calling me out for having a plastic straw. I apologize. I want to let me apologize to all the turtles, both ninja and non, for this. I, I'm Re- sorry. Reuse it, baby. If it helps, I will reuse it. And if it helps, I purchased I just- this before it was cool uh, to have paper straws. So that's just uh, I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, Billy writing in, uh, my fiance has not seen The Godfathers and Silence oh. of the Lambs. Oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know if you should marry a, a person if they've not seen. The you Godfather might want to call trilogy. that off. Yeah. <laughs> now, let me ask you this, Frank. I want to throw this one to yes. you. Do throw my way. Do you? Make them watch all three Godfathers, one, two, and three, one right after the other. Or do you bring in somebody cold and watch the Godfather trilogy? That's the version, if you recall, that doesn't have the, uh, what do you call the lookbacks? Uh, flashbacks. Flashbacks. In two, it actually brings those flashbacks in prior. Have you ever seen that one? It's like a seven-hour version of the movie, I haven't no, seen the updated not, version. You've no. not seen uh, it's just there. I didn't they, know that existed. They recut it a couple of years ago and they put it into chronological order, and it's like seven and a half hours long, and it's just the entire story from start to finish. So I gotta like say, I the Irishman. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I would 
I would advise against making someone sit down to watch something for seven, eight hours, whatever it is. Yeah. Because that you're just going to sour them on it. Well, let um, me ask you this, uh, and I yeah. agree with you. It should you should watch it the way yeah. we all watched it. A friend of mine just used the, just posed this question to me the other day, because her kid, um, her kid read the Star Wars books. Did you even know that there were books? Come on. Okay. The kid read the books, right? And I guess he read the books one through seven or eight or whatever it is. Now the kid wants to watch the movies. He's like five, six, or seven, however old the kid is. And she wants to know, do I, do I show him the movies? Here we go. Just finished reading in the order? Star Wars books, one through six in number order. He wants to watch the movies now. I'd always plan to watch it like I did... I'd always plan to have him watch it like I did, four through six, then one through three, but he wants to watch them like he read them, one through six. What do you do for a little kid? Well, he knows what's going to happen. Um, I, would, I would recommend watching it the way You recommend him watching it one through six? No, no, I recommend watching no. it the way it was released, the way George four, five, Lucas six, wanted one, two, people three. to see it. Exactly. You go four, five, six, because you start with Luke, you start with his story, and then it goes back before Luke to his dad and how it becomes, you know, how it gets up to Luke. So I would start with four, five, six. Greg also hasn't seen The Godfathers. I don't even, I can't even. Yeah. There's something, there's something, too, that is so uber relaxing to me. All right, Ethan, I'm sorry, man. I got to let you go because there's like a wicked feedback now. That's fine. We'll try to work this out. Try and, yeah, let's try and hop back a little bit later, okay? You got it, sir. All right, man. Cheers, man. All right, there goes Ethan. Thank you, Ethan, for, for hopping on with us here a little bit. I'm sorry, but the thing was starting to like really kill me in my ears, and I know people watching are, are like... I was fine. I don't know what your problem was. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan knows I love him. Um, but it's just, uh, we had him all set up on his, on his phone to do this. And then, uh, he, he kind of, we called an audible in the last second. It didn't work out. So, um, there, we had was, him on a good 20 minutes. That was good. Yeah. What I was saying was there's a, there's a, there's something calming about the Godfather. Like when I put on, it's like why I drink rum instead of whiskey because it's a with, slow burn. It, whiskey is like, got to get the job done. Ro rum is like, slow it down. The Godfather to me is like a little mini vacation. Like you put it on and it's whatever the first one is, two and a half hours or whatever it is. And it's just very calming and relaxing to me. Is it? I mean, it's especially the end. I mean, how, how relaxed <laughs> are you at the end? I know it sounds weird <laughs> to say, but here's the other thing too. Here's what's weird. And you could, I feel I should not admit this to people, but if I'm, going through if there's like something that's challenging going on in life and i need to like just like like some people would probably meditate i'll put on the godfather and the answer that's to weird. what i'm struggling with is in the godfather like it's there like i don't see how <laughs> i'm telling you man after the three hours after the three hours, I will find myself like, okay, I, 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 think, I think I, I know what you're talking about. But you know why? Because there's a certain thing with mafia movies where there's a certain amount of 
I guess, confidence that these people have, the people uh, involved in the mafia, I guess, um, that they have a certain amount of confidence that sometimes they just don't care and they just do what they got to do. And sometimes it's the wrong decision. Most of the time it's the wrong decision. But sometimes it's the right decision, you know, but they just plow ahead and they don't, and they kind of wash away the consequences. So I feel like maybe when you're watching, it's kind of therapeutic for you because here's a group of people that look at a situation that's probably far worse than the situation you're going through. It's life and death they're probably facing. And they just go, eh, screw it. You know, and and they, they kind of put your thing into perspective a little bit. That's what it is. Yeah, it is. It's like, at least what I'm going through is not as bad as that. And then there's also right. like a strategy and a calming and like this patience thing. Like, say what you want about uh, Michael Corleone's character. Like, he's incredibly patient. And usually, nine times out of ten whatever situation you're going through, it just requires a little bit of patience. You know, patience is true. You throw it. And my wife actually has a theory on, well, not a theory, but like a, a take on Al Pacino. When he was in the Godfather, quiet and relaxed and forceful. Right. 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 But then, uh, I'm, I'm losing you. Like I'm losing you there. I'm sorry, buddy. Start over again. When he was in The Godfather, oh, he was okay. quiet. So he was quiet and measured in control and a force on screen. Right. Just like a, a powerhouse. And then, for some reason, in his roles after that, Al Pacino feels the need to yell and scream and, and just be like this, you know, a guy that takes over the, the whole movie that, you know, just by yelling and then being in your face. He lost a little bit of that calm presence that he had in The Godfather. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. But in every movie, I guess, Dick, you know, Dick Tracy, Scent of a Woman, um, even in um, the new one. Um, Irishman. Uh, what's it called? Irishman. He's yelling. You know, he was Hoffa. He was at rallies and stuff. But he's, he's oh, oh, you know, he's, he's just yelling and taking over the screen. But when he was in The Godfather, he had this silent control that was terrifying, basically. Yeah. You know? And ever since then, he's been chewing the scenery. But he's, he's great all around. But Yeah. He's still great. I still yeah. love him. Anyway. All right. So we talked about... All right. What, what's the movie you haven't seen that you should have? Besides Star Wars, I Bes think. Besides Star Wars. All right. Yeah. Anybody just joining us, we're talking about movies... Hugely popular movies that you haven't seen and that you've had to like, you know, make excuses for or whatever. But um, I mean, there's a lot for me that I haven't seen. I will say um, all of the Monty Pythons. I have never seen a Monty Python movie ever. I, I don't think I've ever seen a second of a Monty Python movie. Really? Really, right. I, and when I hear of a of a joke, it's like, yeah, all right, well, what? Um, I don't, well, I don't know if I would get it. Maybe I would, but I, I never sat down and watched one. I've seen them all, and like, and here's the thing again with the internet, it can ruin movies for you. Where like, I've seen clips of the movies, and they're hysterical, but I still can't just sit down and watch the whole thing. I just can't do it. 
they're never on too. I never see them on. Does yeah. anybody uh, air never. them? No, they're never on. They're like never ever on. Okay, I'll tell you a movie that I never saw and that I finally did see and it might have ruined movies that I've never seen. And that was Raging Bull. I had never seen Raging oh, Bull man. for years. I still haven't seen Raging Bull. You've still never seen Raging Bull? Right. No. I'm going to add that to my list. I've never seen Raging Bull. It was like five or six years ago, seven years ago. It was like $4 in a DVD bin. So I was like, what the hell? Screw it. I'll buy it and I'll watch it. Classic uh, from what I hear. <laughs> yeah, put it in, start watching it. And I'm just like, this movie sucks. I mean, it just it stinks. <gasps> really? I, and I'll t and and I want to be fair because people will say that all the time about movies that I love, but they don't realize like it's not a. That's a bold statement, man. It's not a horrible movie. I understand it's a good movie when you put it in line with all the other Scorsese films, but when you watch Goodfellas and like when you watch all the other ones and then you go back to Raging Bull. It's just not as good as like he got so much better after that movie. You know what I'm saying? At filmmaking. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to consider this was in the 70s, right? And this was De Niro's big thing. And, you know, you got to you got to take De Niro and Pesci. You got to take into consideration the time. I do. Know? I am. And 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 in, so I understand. So I don't want to be harsh. Like it sucks. But I got to be honest with you. Like it wasn't. And it's so quotable and older people that I know like love quoting some of the things in that movie. Talking to me. You're talking to me. There's all these like great things about it. And I'm just yeah. like I know. Uh, I I know. I know. I have to see that too. That's that's one that's on my list. One that I haven't seen that I probably should have I, I consider myself to be a movie guy. I yeah. like movies. I wouldn't go so far as to say I'm a movie buff because I know everything. My uncle's a movie buff. I am a movie lover. I love movies. I have not seen Casablanca. <laughs> That's a classic. <laughs> right? Looking at you, kid. Yeah, there's like a million lines from that movie. I've never seen it. I think I've seen Casablanca. I've seen it. I think I saw it in, in, in film class, actually. This is a long okay. ass time ago. I'm cutting myself a brownie here. Didn't we, um, didn't we, I'm wondering if my bartender is watching or listening and is going to bring me another drink. Let's see. Did you just refer to your wife as your bartender? She's my bartender for tonight. She's my designated driver tonight. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Where are we going? Because <laughs> um, I know she's drinking these too, so I wonder if she's going at the same pace. What's the matter, Rock? Who's watching the kids? What kids? Oh, no, they're oh, in bed. Okay. Um, didn't we in the eighth grade? Wasn't our eighth grade play based on Casablanca, like partially? Our eighth grade plays were such a mishmash of everything <laughs> that you could think of. There was a gangster under the sea thing. There was uh, uh what's it called? It were like village people things. I don't even remember half the stuff we did, but each grade had something different to do. And our eighth grade things, it was always weird. But I can almost forgive, I could almost forgive a movie that was like 60 years ago. You know what I mean? Like 
you probably should see it being a film buff, but in the lexicon, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's okay. Um, Casablanca, you got to see that movie. Yeah, have you seen Citizen Kane? No, there's another one. Yeah, Citizen Kane's really good. That's a really good one. I'm put that one on my. But Citizen again, King. it's it's slower paced. You know, it's a little bit slower paced uh, of a movie than, uh, than I have s- never seen. How about this? I have never seen a single, except for, I've seen one James Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I saw was uh, I forget the guy's what's his name. Daniel Craig is James Bond in Casino Royale. It's the only James Bond movie I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, I haven't seen anything. Sean Connery, uh, any of the other old ones, nothing. I don't think I've seen Not the Sean Connery one. ones. Here's the thing, too, with James Bond for me. I thought Pierce Brosnan was a good James Bond. And now people are like, I oh, thought Daniel Craig is the, the best ever. And I'm like, I, I get The best it. James Bond was Mike Myers. <laughs> but do you ever feel like a boob when you're like I kind of like this guy and everybody's like what are you kidding me like guy's the worst like before with the Batman I here's the thing now let me get the whole phrase don't out. even say you like George Clooney let me get the whole statement out I liked uh, uh, George Clooney as Batman it's just the movie stunk like everybody else was so horrific and all the cheesy one liners and the just chill and all that crap that all stunk him himself was kind of a good Bruce Wayne. Here's Batman. why he wasn't. <laughs> Can I break it down for you? He was okay. He didn't even, when he became Batman, he didn't even change his voice. <laughs> like he was, okay, he but, was, hey, I'm Bruce Wayne. And then it was, hey, I'm Batman. But Keaton didn't like, change his voice. I mean, he kind of no, like, he, did. he went, he, he was went like, I'm Batman. A, a little, little bit. Lower. Yeah. And then when he was talking to Vicky Vell, he was like, hey, I'm Vicky Vell. <laughs> yeah, right. Batman. Yeah. What's going on? Vicky Vell was the ones. best. Vicky Vale. She was good. You just commented One on me movie, calling my go. wife a bartender, and now you got your wife serving you drinks, literally. You were like, another, I saw that little move you did. You were like, yeah. Not at gonna... all. I got it I got it right here. She topped it off for I'm you, I'm serving though? myself. Negative. Did she cut the brownie for right you? Right here. She did not. Got this bachelor right here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting my own brownie. So you're saying that the basically the qualifications for being a great Batman is is changing your voice? No. He phoned it in. He was like there for I'm just gonna be Batman, I'm gonna get the paycheck, I'm I'm in, I'm out. He barely did anything in that movie. And he was like if you had to rank the stars in that movie, he's at least third. Underneath Schwarzenegger and Uma Thurman. No, I love Clooney, man. I think you're downgrading Clooney too much. I I, I don't care if I think he was Clooney. George Clooney in that movie. Uh, I saw. I didn't see Bruce Wayne. I didn't see Batman. I saw George George Clooney on on screen. He's George Clooney in every movie, though. I mean, exactly. That's my point. <laughs> that's that's not that doesn't make you a bad person. Doesn't make you a bad actor. What did you think of Ben Affleck? I thought Ben Affleck was a good Batman. I just didn't think he had a chance to. Ben Affleck was fine. I would have loved to have seen the movie of the sad, depressed Batman and Ben Affleck in that role. I think he would have killed it. Like, basically, instead of playing that role, he he played Batman as a basketball coach in, in the new movie that came out that nobody ever saw. It was like the same same thing. I thought he would have been a killer, like, I'm a depressed, recovering alcoholic Batman. He was kind of that in the first, in his, was it Batman versus Superman? He was kind of depressed and... That was a that was a terrible movie, by the way. 
What was the first? That one of them was good. The other one was like off. I think Batman versus Superman was okay. No. What was the other one that came out with all of them in it? That one kind of stunk. I tell Justice you what. Justice League. Justice League. The Marvel movies. I hadn't seen those, and we started. They rocking. kicked the crap out of DC. And I love Superman. I'm such a Superman guy, but I have to admit it. Like DC fell oh, so short. I love short. Batman. Yeah. But DC. Marvel with Iron Man and and Thor. Oh my God! These movies that just kept coming out and just kept pounding DC into the ground. I know it's unbelievable. That Marvel, that the Marvel movies, they're so good, and the way they all tie into one another, it's they're, they're so amazing. They really, really are. Especially these last two, Infinity War and Endgame, were amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Tracy, what? Tracy's killing me. Uh-oh. Tracy's writing in. Adam West had a great Batman voice. <laughs> it's true. He had the good '60s Batman. He was good. He was very suave. He was maybe the suavest Batman out of all of them. Adam West. He was pretty suave. Yeah. And if you watch, ever watch The Simpsons, he he was on The Simpsons in one episode, and he said, he said, "Oh, Michael Keaton, the whole thing." I never need any molded plastic for uh, uh, to to be Batman. I just it was pure West. He said <laughs> he was, it was true. It was just all spandex or whatever the heck that was, and he didn't need any molded, you know, uh, six pack or anything. Yeah, it was all Adam West. I love who played but Joker was, in that original one. What was his name? Uh, oh, that's. Uh, Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero. He was like, "Screw you! I'm not shaving my mustache." <laughs> Put nope. the paint right paint over, it. over it, baby. <laughs> he was great, though. He, he was a great. He joke. was a great Joker. Yeah, he was a great Joker. You know, he wasn't like a dark, evil Joker, but he was psychotic. He was nuts. Going back to the Batman's and me liking Pierce Brosnan as a James Bond. Um, what's his name? Was the same Excuse exact. Me. What's his name? Was this? I, I didn't hear it. What's his name was the same Good. exact thing, uh, Jack Nicholson. Everybody thought he was a great Joker, but then Heath Ledger came out, and you were kind of like, "Oh, Jack Nicholson was kind of a kind of a joke." Like he was appropriate for the time, but he was not what you see. I that still role. think Jack. I still think Jack. It was a different Joker. I mean, Jack Nicholson's Joker was like a gangster Joker. He was like, um, like a, a mob boss Joker. Um, the Heath Ledger Joker was like a, the lone wolf. He was like, I'm nuts, and I don't care if you're with me or against me. I got my own thing going, and I don't give a crap. Joker, in uh, as far as uh, Jack Nicholson, he was very calculated and had a plan and was like, here are my people. This is what I'm going to do. Heath Ledger didn't really. He was just flying by the seat of his pants. All right, rank your jokers for me now. Heath Ledger, Jack Nicholson, Cesar Romero, might as well throw him in there. And uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And Joaquin. It's rough because Joaquin was great. I have to admit, he was amazing. Um, I have yet to see him with Batman, so I don't know. So my, because of that, I would have to say, you know, it was very little of Joker... Like he becomes Joker in the movie, so I would have to say Heath Ledger's one, uh, Joaquin is two, 
Jack Nicholson three. And it's very close. All four of these are very close. I mean, because they're all amazing. I wouldn't, you know, discount any one of them. Even just saying, uh, Mark you're all, Hamill. You were all on the Jack the Nicholson. You were all on the Jack Nicholson uh, bandwagon, but you just put him in last Jack place, Nicholson's, basically. He's not in last place, and he's wonderful. He was a great Joker. I'll watch that one any day of the week. Um, I doubt he was great. He had the face and everything. It was. Bryce says Clooney was a terrible Batman. Affleck was perfectly acceptable. But see, just the way Joaquin Phoenix played a great, messed up, disturbed Joker, I think Affleck would have been a great, depressed, messed up, you know, uh, Batman. Yeah, I think he would have been a fine Batman if, if, if the movie was... He he had to work with what he had to work with. He was in a not, not a great movie. Um I mean, Superman's fine. You know, he's a great actor as Superman. Um, oh, I think he, he was... He a, didn't have much to work with. Yeah, yeah. It was just... And then they fired the director and all that weird stuff happened. That movie just fell apart in the middle. Um, Colette's yeah. not seen The Joker. Do you suggest The Joker for people? I got to tell you, I, I liked do. it. I liked it. I didn't, I didn't completely love that movie. It was hard. It was a little hard to watch. To be honest. Well, it was dark. It was kind of disturbing and messed up. It was a more realistic Joker in terms of uh, this was an actual, like, a guy with, like, his psychotic issues. Yeah. And you kind of, you know, it wasn't a comic book uh, crazy clown Joker guy that, that you'd know nothing about. This was in-depth, and you got to see how he becomes a crazy psychotic clown. I mean, it's not, it's not out of nowhere. You know, you, when you see the Joker, you think, oh, he's just a crazy clown. He's just, a, it's random. But with this, it gives you kind of a backstory and it gives you his, his personal life and what he goes through. And even though he's a villain, not that you're rooting for him, but you're kind of seeing it through his eyes. And fun fact, every scene with the exception of one, like, 30-second thing, He's in every scene, Joaquin Phoenix, of that movie. Is that right? Every scene. He's not. Yeah. Yeah. He's in every single scene except for like one 30 second thing. Huh. I didn't notice that. That's that. I like that movie. I, I put I put that in the same category as like 12 Years a Slave. Like, I'm happy. I, I haven't 12, seen that one. 12 Years a Slave was a masterpiece. But, you know, and I like the Joker. It was OK. I wouldn't go running out telling people to watch it. But it's it's one of those movies where I saw it. I'm happy I saw it. I will never ever watch it again. Like it's just a little too, which I guess is the sign of a really good film. But it's a little too. It's just not rewatchable. It's dark. Yeah. yeah, it's a dark story. Yeah. Um, it's definitely worth seeing once at least. Um, watching it again, the problem is, I mean, it's when you go to the movies, you want to be entertained and have fun. This is more of a tragic story. Yeah. And it's kind of like when you watch it, you don't come out of it feeling like you had fun. You come out of it feeling like you've gone through something dark. And it's not something you, I guess you want to seek out again. But um, it's definitely worth seeing at least once. And if not, for nothing else, for his performance, he was amazing. Um, we forgot to mention Jim Carrey. But, oh, he was the uh, Riddler, though. Yeah, he, he was, was the Riddler. Riddler. Yeah, he was not the Joker. Who he would have made a great Joker, I thought. You know who was good in that too? Uh, Two Face. Uh, he was good. 
Oh, Aaron Eckhart? No, no, no. The original or one. Tommy was, Lee Jones? Tommy Lee Jones was a good two-face. Tommy like, Lee Jones. I feel like Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey were competing, competing for the loudest, just most <laughs> extreme out there person. And wasn't Drew Barrymore in that one, too, as like a, a weird backgroundy character? She was, was one so of uh, Two-Face's background women. So strange because she was she's and like went on to be like a mega star, you know, like and like was a big star before that, you know. Who was Drew Barrymore? She was like a mega star oh, before that. Absolutely, and she took a. She was literally, I think, in one scene. Yeah, so random. Which she's before. done before. She was in Scream, and it's funny. She was. They wanted her to be the main character. Uh, in Scream, and she actually said, no, make me, you know, this one person that gets killed off, spoiler alert, right in the beginning. No one will see it coming, and it'll be, you know, this huge shock. Like, they're killing off Drew Barrymore in the first 10 minutes. All right, you just did it. You, I, was on, I was doing a thing with Brian yesterday on LNG, and he did the same thing. You're not leaving enough time for your spoiler alert. <laughs> I feel like I've left like at least 15 years for that spoiler alert. I think that's I think I'm safe. All right, go ahead, Rocco. You can go downstairs. Go ahead. I'm having another brownie. Did you have any ice cream yet? I haven't had ice cream yet. Are we doing another round of these or what's happening? Oh, are you? Are we doing another round of those or should I start on my diplomatico over here? Okay. I got the pina colada. They stopped serving pina colada on this Royal Caribbean boat, Frank. There's no more pina coladas here. No more pina coladas? What's going on? What are you what are you switching to? I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to my little sipping diplomatico rum. I'm keeping it in the rum family though. Cheers to everybody. Cheers. I'm gonna move into the ice cream portion at some point. Oh god damn it. I think I'm having pizza next. Jesus. Don't you love eating? I'm just doing nothing but eating. Oh, my God. I don't think I had a protein today. Jesus Christ. I'm sweating right now. <laughs> just, just one carb after the next. We had pierogies. Other than the meat sweats. <laughs> is it, though? I'd rather the meat sweats than the carb sweats. We had pierogies for uh, lunch. Meat, it was dis- Meat sweats is greasy. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I need a good protein to break it up. The carb sweats are killing Pierogies me. are good. We had pierogies with like cheese on top and sour cream and onions. We we friggin' went dude. For that it. sounds like heaven. I have never seen. How about this? I've never seen a John Wayne movie. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count? I've never seen a single thing John Wayne has been in. These are all the things that like you can't, you couldn't say in front of your grandfather because he'd smack the crap out of you for like you know, yeah. John Wayne, Casablanca, French Connection. I've never seen. I These feel like are I all super that. old, though. What about like newer movies? Are there any newer They're movies? classics. Uh, newer movies. Um, you know, I, I try to make it a point to see like as much as I can. But every I know every year I, I look at the Oscar list and I go through the, the best picture. I've seen most of them. This past year, I think it was probably the most I've seen. Here's one. Speaking of the Oscars, I've never seen Slumdog Millionaire. Never saw it. That's a good movie. Uh, it's worth seeing once. I mean, it's not. Can't do it. I don't know what it, I don't remember what it was up against. It was a good movie, but I don't remember what it was. Does, did it deserve the best picture? I don't remember. 
but it was good. Yeah, but it's who wants to be watch. a millionaire a is like part of the plot points. I I can't. I mean, stop it. Yeah, I mean, stop. you figure out. I mean, spo- another not not even a spoiler. Spoil it's, it. Nobody gives a shit. Plot. Nobody's gonna go see Slumdog okay. Millionaire. Fuck that movie. It's basically here's a who's on the show, and he's answering all these questions based on his shitty life. You know, he only knows the answers. I already to these don't even care. Because, I already don't even like, care. Well, all right. Well, thank you. I've lost interest. I just. All right. Well. <laughs> what, about, what about the? Well, English, you're out. What about the English patient? <laughs> I've never seen the English patient. I don't have the English patients. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't think I could get through it. Who's in that? Patients. I don't even. That might be line of the episode so far tonight. I don't know, but I, I, I never saw it. And based off of how much Larry David abused it in that Seinfeld episode, I can't, I can't go and see it. Out of respect for Larry, I can't go and see it now. And I like, what, what's her name? I think it's um, um, the one with Goop. You know, the Goop thing. Gwyneth Paltrow? I think she's in it, right? Is she the main? She's the lead in that? I, I like so. her. She's good. She's, uh, yeah, she's good, I guess. She's good in movies. But whatever you feel about her as a, as a person and as a, like a, uh, a... I don't have, I don't have a problem with her. Figure. She's one of these people that I, I think I wish. I, she's one of these people that I can't really say bad things about because she kind of, she interacts within circles within people that I know. So if I ever have to... She's one of the people that I might actually be in a room with one day, and I can't badmouth her for fear of. You know, On what planet are you going to be in the same roof room as uh, Gwyneth Paltrow? Odds are never, but there, I do know people that know her, and there is that. Odd, Bring me to that party. There's that odd chance that I will have to interact with her, and I don't want her to be like the. Are you? The, I'm not saying anything bad about her. I, I think she's a great. No, actress. you did. I'm, I'm, I, I'm saying that's why I can't say all the bad things that I want to say about her. Um, (laughs) I've never seen your favorite chick flick. Which one? I have a lot. (laughs) Notting Hill? I was watching it this afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I don't even know. I know nothing about it except that it's your favorite stupid chick flick movie love that movie and i was watching it this afternoon i made my kids watch a little bit of it i friggin love that movie it is so good you were watching it this afternoon probably as i was writing this down (laughs) i don't know what told me to write it down yeah it was on i was just like i'm gonna put this because we had this like we were just messing with the kids all day today we did we painted eggs and we did all the easter stuff today with the kids and they were just like unbearable. They just needed to. Na- they got. They were up so early. They were so exhausted. And we finally got them to like, you know, calm down a bit. And I was like, we were flipping through the channels, and I was like, oh, Notting Hill is on. I'm going to watch this. It was so great. Ugh. It's so wonderful. <laughs> I love the whole. It's just Hugh Grant. By the way, I will die for Hugh Grant. <laughs> Hugh Grant. I will die. That guy is so friggin' funny. He is funny in every single movie. He's phenomenal. He's got the same shtick in every movie. He plays Hugh Grant in every movie. I, I love it. He's Hugh Grant. In every- Nine months, Notting Hill, uh, the one with the, you know, the Speed Girl. There, it's all good. It's all phenomenal. By the way, how much better would the Speed, speed be? Girl. 
with uh, with Hugh Grant in it. It would have been phenomenal. Oh, oh, oh! This bus is, is uh, you have to keep the bus to do a speed. Of, oh, oh, no. Well, <laughs> what's the, Keanu what's the, Reeves? What's yeah, the speed girl's way name? Better. What's her name? The girl. Uh, Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. The one where they are. He, he's like a, a real estate mogul. He's good in that. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. He's good in every movie. I freaking <laughs> love Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant's the greatest ever. I do. I have a huge bro crush on Hugh. I have a huge two weeks notice. My wife got it. Thanks. That's why I love you. Love you more than ever. Uh, but my wife got a couple of them, and this is a big contention point in our marriage. She's never seen Swingers or The Big Lebowski. She hadn't seen them until she met me. Now, those are two movies that I will live and die for, Swingers and The Big Lebowski. You've seen them, though, right? Okay, here's the thing. I've seen Swingers. I will end this podcast right now. The Big Lebowski I saw in bits and pieces. I never sat down and watched it from beginning to end. But I saw in bits and pieces. Dude. I know. Hey, Star Wars, let's, let's call each other even. All right. Come on. I'll take it. All right. What about Shaun of the Dead? Have you seen Shaun of the Dead? I've not seen I Shaun of the No, I've not seen it. That's a class that's a cult classic that everybody needs to see. Shaun of the Dead? That is brilliant. It's brilliant. It's it's just, it's such a good I mean it's not just a zombie movie, it's the way it's done. It's so brilliant. Brianna is with me hundred percent on Notting Hill, Hugh the Grant. roommate, the sister, the friends, the whole thing. The whole thing. Notting Hill is a friggin' masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. How many boxes of tissue has tissues have you gone through? <laughs> I don't cry. But it even has the it even has the greatest Elvis Costello song in it. They use Bill Withers. Did you ever see the Bill Withers scene? I love Bill Withers. Bill no, Withers. I, I haven't seen a second of Notting oh, Hill, no. God damn you. Bill Withers, rest in peace. Moment of silence. A moment of podcast silence for Bill. Here, this I'm gonna pour a little out for Bill. Hold on a second. Where are you pouring it? I can't pour it on the floor. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm going to pour it out into my mouth. Hold on. Mm-hmm. This toast is for Bill Withers. For you, Billy. Man made unbelievable music. Best ever. Um, there's a scene where they play Ain't No Sunshine. It's actually one of the best, one of the best moments in film ever. And Hugh Grant literally walks down the street, okay? And the camera follows him through the street, but he walks in and out. It's like, it's like an open street market, like kind of a thing. And he kind of goes from the sidewalk to the street and he goes back and forth and he's walking through the, the, through the frame, not through the frame, but the camera's following him the whole time and it's changing through the season. So in springtime, it starts in like springtime and he's walking and there's flowers and then it gets a little colder and he puts his jacket on that he's carrying with him in the beginning you see this woman who's pregnant and then, you know, as the seasons change and he goes through and it's like, it's the entire two minutes of ain't no sunshine. He's just walking. (laughs) It's so good. It's so I'm sure it's wonderfully filmed, but I, and by the way, this is why what I, what I was just doing to Frank is the reason why we started this topic of movies that you've never seen because whenever somebody discovers you haven't seen a movie, all they want to do is sell you the movie and how great it's, it is. They want to just convince you. Yeah, that's a uh, but I'm there. sorry. But I think Star Wars, Notting Hill. <laughs> I mean, Star Wars is like globally accepted as 
a humongous franchise that is just taking over the world. No? Notting if, Hill was made in the 90s and has been forgotten. By, no except it, by everybody except you and uh, <laughs> one of our listeners here, one of our viewers. <laughs> Brianna's all over it. Brianna. Um, Florence Foster Jenkins. See, he's Hugh Grant never disappoints in a movie. There's never a movie where you're like, I'll tell you what, that was good, but Hugh Grant was not his at his best. He is awesome. What's the one where he's with Drew Barrymore and he's the songwriter? That one's amazing. I don't know what that one's called, but that one's really good. I feel like you you name any of the movies, they're gonna be this. It's it's that it's Hugh Grant being Hugh Grant. Yeah, but not he's the Hill. same character. Yeah, you could probably not... string together all of his movies into one movie. And it would be just his character living yeah, his life out. Basically, I mean, the plot of a of a of a uh, Hugh Grant movie is he's with a girl. He doesn't realize how in love he is with the girl. Does something stupid, <laughs> then realizes Messes it up. He's in love, and then with realizes <laughs> that's every Hugh Grant that's it. Movie. Every Hugh Grant movie, and somehow he makes it work. I guess. Okay, but all right. I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy. Tell, that's a cla- that is that's in the lexicon. That is a classic line, and that's from. Isn't that um, is that him? That's him. That that's Julia Roberts says that to him. I'm just a girl in front of a boy trying to tell him that. that so it's not him. It's Julia Roberts. I think she gives that line. I'm pretty sure she gives that line. I don't know. Cruise the ship's getting a little wobbly now. I'm a, you know the diplomatic is starting <laughs> to hit. I'm on glass number three of my rosé. I haven't had dinner, so this is hitting pretty hard. <laughs> Greg, 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 come on, Frank. Isn't C-3PO always C-3PO? <laughs> Wait, what? I missed, I missed the blipped out. Isn't C-3PO always play C-3PO? See, you can't go saying Hugh Grant's Because he's C-3PO. He's but the same character. I don't care. Same thing. Good point, Greg. Excellent point, my friend. <laughs> he's always C-3PO because he's C-3PO. Well, that's... So, so is Hugh Grant. Don't take it. Hugh anything. Grant is not playing the same named character in every movie. <laughs> All right, yes, another is. one I haven't seen. There's a good chunk of movies like Apocalypse Now. Wait, hold on, Frank. Seen. Hold on, Frank. Music and lyrics. Brianna, yeah. thank you. Music and lyrics oh, that's is the, the one. one. Yep. Hugh Grant. Where he sings, he does a whole singing scene at uh, Adventureland in Farmingdale. In that they movie. filmed it at Adventureland? Yeah, there's one point where he's um, he's doing like a concert. at like a, He's like an old singer. He's like a hack singer, and he's doing a concert. And they filmed it at Adventureland. It's like he's on like a little stage in Adventureland. That's kind of amazing. He films right, most of his cool. movies. Little known Hugh Grant fact here for you, Frank. Oh, here we Frankie go. Boy. He films most of his <laughs> movies in New York. Here. In fact, <laughs> two weeks notice was the first movie filmed in New York after 9-11. Was it really? Yeah. And Hugh Grant made sure. Hugh Grant and Sandra Bullock insisted that it be filmed entirely in the city. Because back in those days, they were faking Vancouver for New York City because it was cheaper and there were better tax breaks. But that, but that they forced the production to go back to New York and pay more just to kind of get the New York economy rolling. So there's that. Oh, I'm losing you. Here we go. Doesn't matter. You didn't miss anything. All right, go ahead. Good. Go with, go with just, your... just rambling. Yeah. <laughs> so a couple of other movies that I haven't Spreading some more love for Hugh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen a single Fast and Furious movie. 
Okay. Um, Is that worth... Have you seen any of them? Two weeks notice is amazing. I'm just going to tell you something. Going by the comments here, you're losing the podcast to it just becoming a Hugh Grant-focused podcast like um, it's been a little unbalanced though this is your podcast <laughs> i know i mean i'm just saying judging you, by all the you comments stack the deck a little bit here it feels like people want to really talk about hugh grant more than you're allowing to you want to go on and talk about the fast we've been Furious. talking about hugh grant for the last 20 minutes i have no problem <laughs> talking about him i'll talk about hugh grant all day was he in anything i feel like he was uh was he in anything animated i feel like he provided the voice for something uh he uh that sounds right, but I can't. I can't think of anything. Again, I can't if, think of it. If he's not falling Again, in love with all a girl, his roles, all his roles kind of meld into one role. Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> Fast and Furious is so but, weird. That's a franchise that went to. It was good, then went to straight to DVD status, and then Paul Walker died, and then okay. all of a sudden it was these gigantic blockbustery. Hold on a second, Frank. Oh my goodness. Uh-oh. Oh my goodness. Is what did this... D bring you now? Uh. Oh my god, there's still more pina coladas? No. Uh. What is that? Heath cookies. Uh. Heath still... cookies. What do you want? We still I still don't have an accurate definition of Heath. Frank, look at how amazing. What is a Heath? It's so warm. We already did that on the last podcast. Look at this. I know. I'm done with that. Look. That looks amazing. Just, it doesn't, you got to break it open. Give me the middle of it. You want the slow, you Crack want the porn, open. you want the porn yeah, cookie money shot? Yeah, porn version. Okay. Hit me with it. Look, it's still warm. Oh, you see, that's the way. Pull it apart. You see? Oh, now, God. now for that to have been like a 10 out of 10. You would need some chocolate chips kind of yeah. holding on to each other as you spread them up. Spread those. those oh, um, pizza. It's good. I'm not going to. I'm not going to argue with you. Chocolate chips would have been a little bit more cinematic looking. Like Hugh Grant would have probably. Hey, approved. I feel you. But. I feel you on that. But this is damn good. Oh, my God. Have you ever seen a clockwork orange? Yes. Um, I've never seen that, and that's probably a Stanley Kubrick. That's that's a that's a you know, uh, uh, what's the like, effed up movie? I had a st I was going to say but I, I've never seen it. I watched it. I stopped watching it. There's one scene in particular that is so brutal, graphic, and, and uncomfortable. And yeah, disturbing. I had a tune. It's a disturbing movie, from what I hear. I've never seen it. Um, Kramer, there's a lot of movies that are like classic, like Kramer versus Kramer. I've never seen that. Like a lot of Meryl Streep classics, I've never seen Dustin Hoffman stuff. That's those are those are out there. I love Meryl. Streep. I have to I have to catch up. Meryl Streep is is the best. Nice. Got a little. Beth has never saw. Oh, look at that! A little pepperoni pepperoni pizza going. What brand is Two that? Gigan gigantic slices. See. This I actually like this. This is Stop and Shop brand. Really? It's wonderful. It plumps up and it's you know right. for a second. It's Take not like from the pizzeria, but it's nice out of the oven. 
Take a bite and score. I'll tell you what, we've been surviving on DiGiorno, uh, deep dish DiGiorno. It's pretty, it's actually tastes the closest to like a real slice of, of pizza, like a real slice of Sicilian pizza. It's good stuff. You throw these in the freezer. Yeah. 15, 20 minutes in the oven. Quarantine life. Good. You, you got to go, you know, we're still ordering Thank from our, our pizzeria, but yeah. you, can't, you can't, I mean, you just, you got to kind of have a lot of frozen stuff in the house. Like all our veggies are frozen now. Like we're, we're making the adjustments, you know, it kind of sucks, but you got to right. do it. Two weeks ago, when I hit the uh, when I hit Stop and Shop, I loaded up my cart with canned stuff and frozen stuff. Yeah, came home, just stocked everything up, and we've been going. Uh, we've been going pretty good here. Um, I think we, you know, another couple, a week or so before we have to hit the store again. Um, Beth has never right. seen Deer Hunter. I've never seen Deer Hunter either. That's a big one. That's a popular one. That's a big one. I've. I've only seen I've seen a little bit bits and pieces of that on TV. That's a big one though. Yeah. I I've never seen The Lord of the Rings any of them. Ooh. What's the other that, one? That that The Hobbit? I've never the seen Hobbit. The, I've never seen The Hobbit or The Lord of the Rings and I confused the both of them. Yeah, well, if you've never seen The Lord of the Rings, you're not going to want to see The Hobbit. You want you want to kind of they they go hand in hand. Nope. Oh my back. god. Ethan wants to come back and then he's actually listening. Uh, turn down your radio, guy. <laughs> Welcome back. Did you fix it? I right. got you. I can hear you. Well, hold on. Give me a second, Ethan. We'll bring you back in a second. Um, yeah, I, I confuse. I legitimately will confuse um, The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Like I can't. For anyone who's outside who hasn't seen any of them. It's understandable. You got Ian McKellen in all all the movies playing the same character. So a little understandable there. You got elves and dwarves and the whole thing. Hobbits running around. Yeah. Similar I plots. Yeah. I forget. And then but, and I I like I remember I read the book. I read the book for one of them. So, was, so you know kind of a, you read I didn't even read the book. I've seen all the movies. And there, I liked them, um, and I would watch them on TV and stuff like that. But uh, they're worth seeing. They're they're cinematically, they're amazing. Yeah, you know they get like the first three are great. The Hobbit, the first one's great, and then it kind of he kind of phones it in the last couple of Hobbits. Is that right? <laughs> Peter Jackson was like, you know what, just do whatever you want. I'll be over here. We made we we proved <laughs> our point. Yeah, we did this already. We did our thing. But uh Yay. There right, he Ethan is. wanted to come back. What did you have for us there, Ethan? I just uh Notting Hill. Really? <laughs> yes. I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking you to love me. <laughs> it it is phenomenal. Like it is cinematic. It's amazing. The first of all oh, clearly. Clearly, I've seen the movie, but like that's your go-to. It first, yeah, that's his go-to chick flick movie. I no, well, I also like when Harry met Sally. When Harry met Sally is pretty phenomenal as well. So Billy oh. Crystal, you can't go wrong. Also, what was the other one with Meg Ryan? I'm a sucker for Meg Ryan. Um, uh, the Tom uh, Hanks, Tom Hanks movie. The, yeah, uh, you've Scrooge got Mail or the other one. You've got Mail is the greatest 
fall New York movie. Like I, if I don't watch that in <laughs> September, I'm just not myself. I'm just not <laughs> a happy person. If I don't watch You've Got Mail in the fall, like you have to watch that. But but Notting Hill Guilty is... pleasure. Honor. Notting, Notting Hill and Beth agrees with me on Facebook. Bless your heart, Beth. Thank you. Um, agrees with me. Notting Hill is spectacular. Now, Greg brings up a good point. Sleepless in Seattle. I've seen it. I like it. It's good as far as rom-com goes. I feel like it's one of the rom-coms, but it's not Notting Hill. And also, I think you've got... I would put You've Got Mail above Sleepless in Seattle, whereas... Sleepless Is there a in, difference? Sleepless in... There's not. <laughs> to answer okay. your question, no. <laughs> one of them's in Seattle. One of them's in New York, basically. It's the only thing I can really tell. But I feel like You've Got Mail is so much... The story is so unique and good and sleepless in seattle not so much but you ask anybody and sleepless in seattle is the you know it's the popular choice you know it's like that classic scenario where not the best wins but everybody would pick sleepless in seattle but i feel like you've got mail is way better it was a little more of a classic right. i missed a couple minutes to your show hang on Hang on, Beth. Love writes actually, in, love actually. Did we talk about that? No, I didn't do love actually. Beth writing in the bouquet of pencils is maybe one of the greatest lines from "You've Got Mail" ever. And I'm not going to describe it for anybody. If you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about, you have to watch it. It's phenomenal, phenomenal. "You've Got Mail" doesn't get enough credit for being fantastic in the world today. Who's in love actually now? I got to look that up. That's too great. That's too great. Every every Hugh British Grant actor. Every single English actor. Yeah. I haven't seen Love Actually. That's a phenomenal movie. And the you other one. Seen love actually? I've not seen Love Actually. And the other one I've kind of seen, but it's been a really long time, which was, I think, his breakout hit was Four Weddings and a Funeral. I haven't, I don't really remember that one either. I haven't seen that. Yeah. That was the other Hugh Grant one. But Love Actually, I never, I haven't seen Love Actually. It's literally wow, just, just Get like on Netflix now. It's like eight different storylines uh, of all different British actors and their love lives. Really? But it, it's good. It, the way they, the way they do it, is very good. I haven't seen. Let's go. All right, now we're going to go on the. <laughs> now we're going with the Hugh Grant movies that we haven't seen. This is um, what we've a lot. I haven't seen a lot. This is what we've. I haven't seen Love Actually. I haven't seen Bridget Jones's Diary. No, nope. that's that's not that's not because, a, we're, because we're guys. But that's not Bridget. I just said I watched Notting Hill. We can, I can't make that argument anymore. <laughs> um, Bridget, what about Mickey Blue Eyes? Oh, Mickey Blue Eyes is phenomenal. Come on, stop <laughs> it. I love Mickey Blue Eyes. Here's what I'll I love, give you, Mickey Blue Eyes. Here's what I love most about Mickey Blue Eyes. In the episode of The Sopranos. When Christopher's trying to get his mafia movie made and the girl blows him off, she's like, given the tone of things that are going on and Mickey Blue Eyes, we're just not making, we're in a wait and see attitude on mafia movies. <laughs> that's that, pretty funny. That's the best. It's the excuse for not making the mafia movie. I freaking love that. Mickey Blue Eyes, I'll give you, but he's still, he's still um, himself. He's playing himself in that movie. Because he doesn't have to play anybody else. This is, again, you faulted George Clooney for this, 
But that's what makes a but good actor. But he's playing Batman. He's not playing George Clooney. I know. He's but, supposed to be a different person. But Frank Sinatra played Frank Sinatra in every... If he's playing Nathan Detroit, or it didn't matter who he was playing. He was playing Frank Sinatra. I, I never what, said Frank Sinatra was a great actor. He's a great singer. Well, he was a good actor. Was he? Yeah, he was good. Then again, I'm three or four of these in, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm a great actor too, for all huh? I know. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what my audio issue was before. I'm this this much into the bottle right now. That could That'll be do. It. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. I'm still getting computer audio from you. I'm not getting uh, headphone-y audio, like the mic from your headphone. All right, I'll try that out. Yeah, uh, well, talk, if you want to get that, going, does that microphone set have a? I mean, does that headset have a microphone yeah, it, on it? Yeah, it does, but he's in a computer and not in... Uh, yeah, like, like well, I was having the iPhone issue. I thought you had the iPhone fixed up. No, I was trying to fix that out. I got a uh, battery cable. But, all right, I'll, uh, I'll jump out. You guys talk. But uh, we'll try to fix this up it's next all good. time. All right, man. All right, dude. We'll I, definitely talk. I appreciate the extra abuse on, on Hugh Grant. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. When I heard that one, I'm like, I have to try anything and everything to get back on. It's, I gotta tell you, thanks for poking your head in to support the uh, the U Grant argument here. I appreciate it. Uh, no worries. I still got the uh, I got the ice. We're good. Yes, the backup star, uh, hold, Death Star. Oh, hold that Death up. Star. You got a whole you got a whole bucket of Death Star ice. Oh, I made three. Let me see. Put that up close to your camera. Yeah, they're round shaped like Death Stars. They're fantastic. I gotta get that. I will say before I let before I let you go, Ethan. I will say I've always respected and been slightly jealous of the Star Wars fans because you just there's just the best merch ever. Even more so since Disney bought it and had to pay it off. There's just been more great merch. You know, like. There's not a single category of merch that hasn't been touched by Star Wars. And that's we're that's almost awesome. as good as Kiss. We're almost as good as, as Kiss. It's the truth. It's the truth. And, <laughs> a little bit more, but... and for those of us that just want a Hugh Grant ice cube and will never fully realize the goal, I just know that we're jealous. Okay. The four weddings and a funeral ice cube. <laughs> yeah, totally. I don't think All you're right, going to see that. All Thanks, right, guys. Man. I'll talk to you. Later, no awesome, man. Thanks again. Um, yeah, totally. I mean, like I would love, I would just love a, a Notting Hill, a big wooden blue door ornament on my Christmas tree. It'll never happen, but See, I half, the people, half the people don't know what you're talking about. A blue door. <laughs> what does that mean? He had, I don't know what that means. He lived in Notting Hill, which is the area in England, and they, he had the little blue door. That was his apartment. Well, I'm on the edge of my seat with the blue door. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I bet you if you watched Notting Hill, you would enjoy the hell out of it. I am not against chick flicks. I love chick flicks. They're, they could they hit the right chord every now and then. Um, but again, I'm, I and I don't. I'm not nothing against you, Grant. But he does do the same character. Would he be movie. better if he had a little robot buzzing along next to him, going beep boop beep boop beep boop? Would that that would be good? Couldn't for hurt. <laughs> Couldn't hurt. <laughs> and I, 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 I kind if he of, dated his sister in a movie, would that be more appeasing to you? Is that what you're into? They That's what date. You're looking they for? kissed. <laughs> Let's be clear about this. And this was before this was before he knew what was going on. <laughs> it was only to make Han jealous.
So check yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was getting all these things uh, about Star Wars wrong. Uh, if you're just joining us, which a lot of people seem to be, um, I wish you had something better to do, first of all. Uh, second of all... Yeah, sucks to be you. Thanks for joining us. We're talking about movies that we've never seen that are just huge, huge movies. Uh, by the way, Deer Hunter grossed 166 million dollars so that is that is a big one they didn't get my 12 bucks or whatever Not mine either but it's, it's it's a classic from you know yeah it's listed as one of the greatest movies of all time another one is deliverance i have never seen deliverance i've not seen deliverance I've seen Inception, but I'm not 100% yes. sure if I actually did see it. So we'll. Right. That it could 50, have been 50. a dream. Yeah. Um, okay. This is going to be a problem. This one. This is going to be a problem. Uh oh. Oh, no. I have not seen the original Die Hard. Is that you talking or is that someone on Facebook? I No, me. I have not seen. I have not seen. I've seen Die Hard four a thousand times. Die Hard four. Yeah, with with uh, with what's his name? Yeah, exactly. With Sam Jackson. With Sam Jackson. I've seen. No, that's the third one. Oh, that three. Okay, I've seen Die Hard three that's a Die billion Hard with times. Vengeance. I love. Which is great. Love that movie. Which I loved. I love I it. I love that movie. Yeah, I love it. But Die Hard the original. Never seen the first one. Is is a classic. And this is a prime example of why we made this a topic because every Christmas now I have to sit through people debating whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie and I could not care less because I have never seen it and I don't understand well, what just the fight is about. I, the fight is about if something takes place during Christmas, is it, is it, a, is Christmas it a Christmas movie? movie? That's the debate because this... Movie has nothing to do with Christmas. It just takes place during Christmas. The whole movie takes place during a Christmas party at an office. Mm -hmm. And that's where it kicks off. And the debate is well, since it takes place around Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. No. You know, there's snow and there's a party and there's a you tree need, and you everything. You need to have the joy of Christmas in order for it to be a Christmas movie. It has to be, you know. Also. So what about Gremlins? Also, no. Also, by the way, it has been probably... When did Gremlins come out? I don't know, late 80s. Whenever Gremlins hit hit cassette tapes, hit VHS, that was the last right. time I've seen Gremlins. So I do not remember Gremlins whatsoever. What do you remember about it? Nothing. The little, there's little That's character. That's all you need. The little, yeah, there's a little guy. I hate it. I you like, got it. Nailed hey, it. Here's a movie that I've never seen that I can't stand. Amadeus? I've never seen it, but uh, from what I hear, it's a classic. Who yeah. said that? It's This is on the 100 list of, of greatest movies. Just look at that picture right there. I'll never watch that movie because of this photograph. I don't know if that's the photograph to, to, to base it off of. Horrific. Then again, I've never seen it, but from what I understand, it's... It won Best Picture, I believe. Yeah, I think so. That's why it's a big deal. And what was the what was the one um, the silent one that won Best Picture a couple of years ago? The artist was it the, the artist. artist? 
Yes, I've never seen that. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one. Here's another one I haven't seen. There's a lot of recent ones. Yeah. This is massive. Brokeback Mountain. Oh, God. I haven't seen that either. You haven't seen that either? We must no. be the last two people. Everybody friggin' seen Brokeback Mountain. I've never seen it's Brokeback a Mountain. I, is it a, did it win Best Picture? I don't know if it won, uh, but uh, what's his name? Ang Lee won Best Director for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't um, seen that one. It was supposed to be like this independent small movie, and then it blew up to this big thing. Yeah. I have never seen um, uh, Thelma and Louise. Really? <laughs> no. I know the scene. I know the famous scene where they drive off the cliff, but yeah. I don't know anything else about it. See, again, and that's what, like, you're, it's ruined now. You'll never, you'll never watch it because you know the end. I have the no ending. desire. Exactly. What, I have no desire. Once the ending, once the movie gets spoofed or, you know, comes into like a, like a Mike Myers movie, it, there's no, you know. <laughs> right. Which is ruined. Mike Myers has ruined all James Bond movies. I bet me. you Mike Myers has ruined a ton of movies for people that they're kind of like, ah, I've seen the spoof now. I don't need to see the real, uh, the real thing. Haywood on uh, YouTube never saw Brokeback, also hasn't seen a single Godfather movie. You got to see the uh, Haywood. Got to see the Godfather movies, man. That's you can't miss. You got to get in there, man. That that's one that I will like. If you told me you never saw Raging Bull, I'd be like, all right, don't. Then it's no problem. You don't have to see it. It's okay. But the Godfathers, you got to see. You got to really see that. Godfather's one. up there. Godfather's a classic. I'm not huge into mafia movies. Like I've seen a bunch of them, but I don't particularly enjoy them like other people do. But you got to at least see them. Yeah. Like, I've never seen Casino. What? Are you serious? I, I haven't seen Casino. You got to see no. Casino. Do I have to? You, you you do. It's not as good as Goodfellas, and everybody calls it like a retread of Goodfellas, but it is a classic moment in time. It Well, you've been to Vegas. We were in Vegas together. You got to kind of, yeah. like, if you've ever been to Vegas, you got to kind of watch Casino because it, it does tell the story of Vegas and how how oh, it's like the like how Vegas was taken over and all that stuff. Yeah, the tragedy behind Casino is of course there's a story between the characters, but there's the bigger the 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 macro of Casino is this place used to be crooked and awful, but it was also personable and lovely and here's the group of people that ruined it and turned it into this big corporate thing that it is today kind of a thing. Okay. So, um, it's, a, I could appreciate it from that standpoint. Um, my wife has never seen life is beautiful. I thought we watched that. That's a great movie. It's a phenomenal movie. Unbelievable. But, and I don't know where, uh, Roberto Benigni is today, but he did an amazing job. He was, he was incredible. He, he won really for that. Did. Yeah, he and he deserved to. That was that was at a time that was at a time for me movie-wise that I was watching everything. Like I was act I love that movie so much. I was actively seeking out foreign films to watch cuz I was like, holy crap, this is I rem I was going into Manhattan to go to theaters that only show foreign films to watch movies. That's how good that movie was. 
that the there was a peak there of foreign film. That was that was that was big. the highlight. Yeah, that was a that was a great one. Because if you get a chance to watch that. Not gonna say it's it's a feel. It's not. It's not a feel. I mean, I guess it, there's no. It's I mean, a, it's a rough movie, but it is it is it's lovely. Rough. It's lovely. It is. Yeah, it's but holy holy lord. It's harder for me to watch that now, like being a father. Actually, uh, I can't. It imagine. is. It's 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 gut wrenching, but it's it's a it's a really good film. Yeah. Um, As I've, I drink my rosé. <laughs> it's a it's a remarkable film. What was good about it too? It, it was that it was like you said, it was a big moment for foreign films, and it was also another flare up of indies. You know, because you had, we were kind of coming off of the Quentin Tarantino, Kevin Smith indie thing in the '90s, and then that kind of like kind of jolted it back up again a little bit you know right um here's one i've never seen eternal sunshine of the spotless mind my opinion although a lot of people love it a little overrated really okay let me say a couple things for you and then i want your opinion i understand or maybe i'm wrong about this well first of all it's jim carrey and i was i'm i'll i'll watch <clears throat> i'll watch him watch paint oh yeah i'll watch him do anything yeah, absolutely. Um, so I kind of want to see it for that. And then somebody else told me philosophically it's super interesting. And then also it takes place on Long Island. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a good movie. It is really good. Um, people think it's like a cult classic now, I feel like. Yeah. But um, it, the effects are amazing. Um, it's one of those. I've seen it. I'll be all, all cards shown here. I've... Uh, I've only seen it once, and I liked it, but I don't. I didn't get to the love it experience, you know. But it was good. It's worth seeing. Jim Carrey, you know, he's just incredible. This is like a serious role for him. He's not his usual Gumby self, you know. Right. Um, but it's a serious role, and it's worth seeing. That was like Punch Drunk Love for me with Sandler. Did you see that one? haven't seen that one though. <clears throat> it's like again i can't really push people to see it but at the same time i do love it and if it's on i will kind of watch it if i'm in the mood for it because it's such an awkward it's sandler just being the most awkward human being ever and like you know when you're in a bad situation that you just don't want to be in like he's in that he plays a character who's in that his entire life you know, and it's so, yeah, it's so rough. Sandler, Sandler's hit and miss for me. I mean, the last thing that I liked him in was, um, uh, now I'm going to blank on the name, but the one with uh, Andy Samberg. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't watch Andy Samberg movies though. But he's not himself in it. He's he's kind of the straight man in the movie. Oh really? And Adam Sandler is the whole movie. He was okay. There were great moments in, uh, and again, I don't. See, this is the problem with Netflix. This is the same problem with with streaming music. Now, you you kind of forget albums and stuff. You're like, I don't know what album that song yeah. was on because I know, um, the one with Chris Rock and Adam Sandler on Netflix where their kids are getting married. There's some there are some legit oh, funny moments in that, but overall, it's not that great of a not that great of a movie. I don't know that one. Is that uh? Uh, friends or old friends or whatever something like that yeah it's something yeah, like I can't that remember the name. uh let's see here um 
Yeah, Eternal Sunshine was filmed in Montauk. Yeah, see, Beth hasn't seen it, and she lives in Montauk. So there you go. I mean, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, I think it's a cult classic. I mean, there's a, there's it's kind of like Shaun of the Dead. If You have to see Shaun of the Dead. That's just an amazing movie. If you're... It's not even like... I mean, it's a zombie movie, but just the way it is is filmed and written, and it's hysterical. It's, it's just so funny. Simon Pegg um, and... Um, uh, damn, I forget his name. The guy is always with Simon Pegg, and I forget his name. They're amazing in it, and it's just it's their their big incredible movie. So, um, you know what a movie was that I hadn't seen? It, it wasn't for too long, but it was the opposite of Raging Bull, where I, when I finally caught up to it, I absolutely loved it. The Usual Suspects. Oh, that's a classic too. People were talking about the usual suspects and I had known about Kaiser Sose for like a little while. <laughs> and then I finally, How could you not? I finally saw the usual suspects and I was like, damn, this is good. Like it's hard, especially yep. a movie like that for it to remain unruined for you. That, that's a hard thing to, you know, it's yeah, really that's, hard. that's a great, that's Kaiser Sose. That's uh, everything. Gets, everybody parodies that movie. It's it's one of those those classics, man. It's just a, it's a moment in history. Yeah. Um, but definitely see Star Wars. I don't know what's wrong with you. Get my, into that. My yeah. wife has gotten me into the '80s classics. There are so many. I'd never seen Saint Elmo's Fire, and I finally oh, watched, watched that with her a couple of months ago. How was it? Um. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> you know. It was, I enjoyed it. It's like one of those things where like I enjoyed it because she loves it so much, you know? So I was like, I, okay, it was good. You know, like I, I, I love that she loves it. Like that kind of thing. I can't get into those, those John Hughes moves, movies. Like they're good. They're okay. Pretty in you pink. Know, not... I watched pretty in pink with her. That was good. It's all right. Because again, seen, so many uh, of the movies that follow that movie just rip off that original movie. You know what I mean? That's, it's one of those movies that's ripped off so many times that when you go back to the original, you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. You know, which one? Pretty in Pink. And all oh, the John yeah. Hughes, all the John Hughes 80 movies, they're all basically that's like true. that. Okay, here's one. You're going to be upset by this. Oh, God. I've never seen The Princess Bride. And you all, <sighs> let me just give you guys a background. Every one of my friends in my tight little friend group love The Princess Bride. I know of The Princess Bride. I wrote The Princess Bride into Aunt Liz's uh, wedding vows. You quoted it. You were you officiated Aunt Liz's wedding, and you actually quoted the movie. Uh-huh. Mowage. I did it. But you've never seen it, and that is... Never seen it. That is a mistake. You have to see this. I don't know what... Is there something that you're avoiding for this because of this movie? Like, do you have a, By the a reason way, you don't want to see it? That just goes to show the dedication and how great a wedding uh, a minister. How many I weddings have. have you done since then? I don't know. One. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, some dedication you got there. <laughs> I'm not saying I want to be like the the best wedding minister. I just am. I just you know. So you definitely have to see I'm Princess like, Bride. That's I'm a like, movie. I'm like Redford in The Natural. I just, you know, I was a great, I was a great uh, rookie. And uh, I've never seen The Natural. You've never seen The Natural? No, never seen it. 
Oh my god! I, I know the big you. scene where he hits the, the the ball out of the park and it hits the hits the lights and he's running around the bases. I consider myself the luckiest man in the face. Of, I've I've just never that's, never seen the movie. That's Mickey Mantle. That's not. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Whatever the hell. I thought he, he said that too. I thought he, he. See, I know nothing about the natural. I feel like I got all I need to know. Plus, I'm four of the three or four of these in. No, that was not the natural. That was real life. That was a real life. Oh, that was real. <laughs> oh wait, no, not Mickey Mantle. Uh, yeah. Lou Garrick. Lou Garrick. That was. We're half a bottle in. <laughs> yeah, but it's rosé. You're not making the argument you think you're making. <laughs> it's still wine. <laughs> Number four, baby. I've never seen The Princess Bride, but I friggin' love Rob Reiner. I love everything that Rob Reiner has like ever made. He's see the movie. What's I know. stopping you? I don't know. I just it's never really it's never really happened. And then it's also one of those oh, situations man. where it looks very eighties ish, and I tend to like shy away from it's those not. things. It's not. It's it takes place. It's takes place in like a, a fantasy uh, world. So it's not um, decade specific or anything, really. No, I know that. I mean, the whole premise is just a grandfather. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I'm, 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 okay. The whole premise is just a grandfather reading a book to his grandson. It was sick. And he tells him this story about, uh, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but he just tells him a story. And the story is what we see. And it's just... Is it roll on the floor, laugh out loud, funny? No, but it's a classic movie. Billy yeah. Crystal is hysterical. I love Billy and Crystal. And you got, you know, he's in it for a little bit. And Andre the Giant, Wallace Shawn. It's it's an amazing movie. And there's so many lines that are quoted from this movie. But And that's the problem. Like, you've all, you and your brother and everybody has quoted it so much. It doesn't matter. It's so hard. This is one of those movies where it doesn't... It doesn't matter how many times we've quoted it to you. It's one of those movies that will hold up no matter how many times we've quoted it to you. It doesn't matter. So I think I have it assigned for you. Out of all the movies that we've mentioned, mm -hmm. you have to see it before we go on next, next time. <laughs> you have to see it. Be and careful. Be careful if you want to play this game because I'm going to send it right back over the fence to your side. So hit me with it. Hit me right. with it. Okay, I'll go ahead. It. Go ahead. We gotta before we go on next. What is it? An hour and a half, rough, roughly. You gotta watch Princess Bride. That's your assignment. That's the one you're choosing for me to watch out of all of these, Princess Bride. That's... I would tell you Star Wars, but there's nine movies now. I can't. right. I get it. Not you're not gonna see most of them before we go on next. Good call. Did you say if you saw Notting Hill or not? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, come on. Uh, yes, I've seen it. Uh, no, I've written reviews it. on it. How does Aaron I, feel I, about Notting spoken, Hill? I've done lectures in colleges about it. How does Aaron feel it's about Notting Hill? Wonderful. Ask her. It's a wonderful movie. Has she, she loves seen it? Because I don't want to torture your It was wife. in our vows. We've seen it. We, we, both, we both think it's the best movie ever made. You, Grant, stand standout performance in that one. Mm. All right. You're gonna, if I got to watch The Princess Bride, you got to watch Notting Hill. I'll take the bullet. Have you ever Are seen, you going to do it? Have you ever seen... I'll do it before the next podcast. I got tomorrow. I got tomorrow. I really don't want to use my Sunday night for, the, for this. What? 
I lost you there, buddy. You gotta say it again. I said Sunday morning. You get, you know, what are you doing tomorrow? Nothing. Staying indoors. No, I gotta do the Easter egg hunt with the kids. I gotta do a lot of stuff. Breakfast take an hour. Breakfast Club was another one that I hadn't seen until my wife made me see it. Actually, I enjoyed the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club, out of all the Hughes ones, that I one. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, that one she made me watch. That one I appreciate the most ever. Now every time I walk off a football field, I go like this. I put my fist up in the air. I go very like good, that, like Judd Nelson. It's amazing. It's a good feeling. Um, Blade Runner, I've never seen. Have you ever seen Blade Runner? I've never seen Blade Runner. No, new or old, I've never seen them. Oh, there's a new one. There is a new one. <laughs> News to me. I've never seen the yeah, Sound of Music. It. Have you ever seen the Sound of Music? I've seen parts of it. I, I've never sat down and watched the beginning to end. Um, I, I was around for Jaws. I got to tell you, I was. <gasps> oh God! Don't tell me. I've. I was probably a good fifteen, fifteen to twenty years behind Jaws when I finally saw Jaws. Oh, so you saw it? All right, that's I okay. saw it, but I was very behind. I was very, very behind on Jaws. Jaws. I have a few, like, in my top five, we've got Star Wars. I consider them all. I put them in one. I feel like your top five and Pix 11's top five are, like, identical. But go ahead. You you go. Pix 11? What are you talking about? Yeah, the, the Pix 11 about? Saturday movie. You you probably have the no. same exact. No. <laughs> I, consider, I, I will lump all the Star Wars into one. So I consider that in my top five is Star Wars, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Arthur. You ever see Arthur? Oh yeah, yeah, Arthur's fantastic. Okay, Arthur is in top my top five. Jaws is in my top five. That's definite. And this is off the beaten path a little bit. It's I, I understand if nobody watching has seen it. Is uh, I'm into the Marx Brothers, Groucho. Oh yeah, you know all of them. Mm. I'm into them like Duck Soup and Horse Feathers. Those are from the '30s and they're hysterical. Um, I have never seen The Silence of the Lambs. Put the lotion in the basket. I still don't know what the hell that means. And every time... Oh, I, my God. I must have faked that I knew what that was at least 100 yeah, times you had me in fooled. my life. I thought you've seen that. I would have I would have put money on that you've seen that one. Never. I don't know who the guy is. I've heard, like, sound clips. I've seen clips of oh, it. Come on, I've man. I've seen the... the Fava bean thing. I've never, never <sighs> sat down and watched Silence of the Lambs. You would like that movie, if not for nothing else. Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins are amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's another classic. It's, it's, you know, it's Jodie Foster hunting down a serial killer with the help of another serial killer. It's, it's, and it's classic. It, it, it really is definitely worth watching. Um, I was super late on It's a Wonderful Life, but I've seen it. But I, I definitely saw it like 50 years too late. I was late too, but I've seen it. Um, I watched Annie Hall. I didn't love it. That was one of those ones that I've I seen. It's been forever. And then yeah, I there's a handful. Movie. There's a handful of Woody Allen movies that I've seen that I, I, I kind of am lumping together that I haven't. I don't know. If, I think I've seen Annie Hall, but it could have been one of the other ones. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> Yeah, they're all basically the same. What's the one with uh, uh, Black Widow? What's her name? Oh, uh... Oh, 
We have to wait for the comments to catch up. <laughs> uh, why am I blanking on her name? I don't know. I can see her uh, face. She's uh, dating Colin Jost. I I, I got her. Yeah, I, you I got, got her. Colin Jost before you got her. Um, right. Not right at all. What the heck is her name? Uh, Bryce why chiming am I in. On her? Bryce chiming in, by the way. Out of every movie you've mentioned, The Princess Bride is the one that you should watch. That's a bold Thank statement. Thank you, Bryce. That is a bold statement. Bryce, you nailed it, my friend. Yeah. Kimberly, I mean, Kimberly writes in, how the hell have you never seen Jaws Silence or Silence of the Lambs? I thought I liked you. <laughs> ah, I've seen Jaws. Agreed. I just I watched I Jaws. I, liked you too. I, wa- <laughs> I watched Jaws like twenty five years after it came out. It just took me a long time to catch up to Jaws. I've seen it. So you saw it in ninety and 2002 somewhere in the somewhere in the yeah somewhere in the 90s 76 I think early 2000s or whatever no I thought it came out in 85 Jaws <clears throat> no Jaws was a year before was a year before Star Wars 76 was it really oh, okay was. All right. it was definitely before Star Wars uh Scarlett Johansson my wife Brianna and Beth all came up with Scarlett Johansson thank you sorry <laughs> um so what was your point with that I don't even know Schindler's list. In. Schindler's list. I was super late on too, but I did watch that. I did watch that. I that saw was... it in college. Yeah. Oh, really? See, that's late. That's super late. It is late, but I actually, which was, it was good and bad. I took a class in college called the Holocaust in movies. Wait, the name of the class was called the Holocaust in movies. Uh, I lost you there. What was that? The class was called the Holocaust in movies, something like yeah, something like that, give or take. But um, it uh, it definitely, I walked out of that class every day, pale white. It was just such a traumatic class. It was not a, you didn't look forward to that class. Yeah. Um, Have Beth, you ever seen? Go ahead. Sorry. Beth writing in. We are literally living Jaws right now. <laughs> That's true. We're afraid to go into the water. Come every the beach is fine. Like the mayor who's like, Yeah, the beach is fine. Come on in. No big deal. And then Jaws I saw this great meme. Jaws too, he's still the mayor. So it's like ladies and gentlemen, show up to your polls and vote. That's the only way to change who's in charge. (laughs) (laughs) He's still the mayor in Jaws too. Jaws too. Even though he let everybody on the beach. That's hilarious. It just goes to show you we don't care. Speaking of which, have you ever seen? Go, go ahead. ahead. Have you ever seen the movie Clue? Uh, it's another cult classic. It's yeah. not a widely popular movie, but it's a cult classic. Wait, like, like to go along with the board game, that movie, right? I it's, feel like uh, I've seen Tim parts Curry. Of it. Yeah, Tim Curry, um, Mike McKeon, a, a ton of other like eighties, nineties uh, actors. Um, Christopher Lloyd. It's a good, it's a good cult classic. And when they showed it in theaters, fun fact, they showed three different versions. So the ending was different for everybody who saw it. So like, you know, at the end is who's done, who done it kind of thing. Like if I saw it, you saw it. Chances are we saw different versions. Really? And we would have different endings. Yeah. So they showed they they did a lot of different endings in different movie theaters. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so that was fun. And when you get the DVD or whatever, 
they include all the endings. That's awesome. I miss those books. Whatever they don't make those books anymore. Remember those books? Choose your adventure. Yeah, you used to go like <laughs> turn to page seventy three, and like you know. You I would go. always choose the shortest adventure. <laughs> like you jumped into a cave and died. I'm done with this book. <laughs> File that one away. <laughs> I wonder if they still make those books. Like if that's they do. Still, do they? Yes. Is it like a like an online version, like an e-reader version of like that? There was a thing, I believe it was on Netflix or Hulu or something like that, where they had a TV show that was Choose Your Own Adventure. Did you see this? No, I never saw. I forget what it was, what the name of it was called, but it was a like a I believe it was British, and it was you had like ten seconds. Does he accept this person's offer or does he decline it? And you choose what your remote and the people on the screen. You know, they I, obviously they film different right uh, outcomes. Right. So whatever you picked, that's the path that they went. And there was a lawsuit from the Choose Your Own Adventure book people for this about this TV show. Uh, like they they sued them because it was too similar to their their uh, whole style. Is that right? Yeah. So huh. during the show, you're watching it, and all of a sudden it would pause, and, a, and a, the option would come up on the screen. Do you want him to do this or do you want him to do that? And you choose it. And it would go in different directions. It was pretty cool. I actually liked it. Have you ever seen Top Secret with Val Kilmer? Beth wants to know. Uh, no, that. I don't think I've ever heard of it. I don't think I've Top seen Secret. a lot of Val Kilmer movies. Top Gun. Heat. I've never seen Top You've never seen Top Gun? Frank. You've I lost you. You've never seen Top Gun? I've never seen Top Gun. That, I will. I take all the heat in the world. I know I should have seen it by now, and I have no excuse. I right. should have seen Top Gun by now. Oh, my God. No excuse. I'm sorry, but you have way more <laughs> movies that you should have seen. No, no, no. Top Gun. Especially, there's a sequel coming out now. Maverick. It's, it was supposed to be June. Now it's going to be December. Oh yeah, they've god. given me a little more time. Oh my god, you've got to see Top Gun. I know. But I feel like I've seen Hot Shots. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but see that that's the th No, you got to see Oh my god, Top Gun. I know. I know. That's one I should see. I am with you on that. But you have to admit there are a few that you need to say. Revoke Frank's citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I know, listen, it's terrible. It's a little too much with the topless volleyball playing on the beach, but that's for the ladies. You know, that that's for the, you know, if you're into you got to get all audiences. Yeah. If you're into the dudes, you're going to love that stuff. For me, it's a smidge hey. too much, but it's, it's tolerable for the entire thing. And I got to tell you something. Like when I heard that they were doing a sequel, I was so excited because you just want to know what happened. Like, the, the Tom Cruise character in that movie is one of the great characters of all time. Is he really? One of the great characters. Because it's like, it's that he's, he's... I love Tom Cruise. I think he's a great actor. And he's got, he does a ton of great movies. It's phenomenal. He's reckless. He's super talented. You know, like, he, like is he the best? Like, it's all about being the best of the best and all these guys. Val Kilmer kills in it. He's real, Val Kilmer's really, really good in it. 
It's just I, you would you would enjoy the crap out of it. You really, really would. I am sure I would. And who who was the person who commented? Uh, Brianna wants you to leave the country. Brianna, I'm sorry. <laughs> I definitely should have seen that. Don't movie. apologize to Brianna. Just watch. You want to really say you're it. sorry? Watch Top Gun. I will watch Top Gun. I need to see that movie. I know. I cannot believe. My, my bad. All right. So Beth thinks that I need to watch Silence of the Lambs and that you should watch Top Gun. Those are our must watches. Silence of the Lambs is it's another dark one. What was the other you one know, that you it's said not I had a comedy, to watch? Obviously. Oh, a Princess Bride. Princess Bride. All right. We'll get to That's, one of these. You got to at least see one of them. I can understand putting off Silence of the Lambs because that's that's kind of like a horror thriller. You know, it's it's gory. Yeah. Um Princess Bride is more fun and there's some comedy and and it's more fantasy. It's pretty cool. Cuz you should definitely see Top Gun, but I kind of think it'll be a little bit more torturous for you to see Notting Hill. So that's kind of why I'm I'm leaning that would be torture. Not I appreciate it. <laughs> Please, don't. <laughs> Please don't torture me. Whoever's anybody who's commenting on our on our YouTube or Facebook or anywhere. Please tell them, you know, give me Top Gun. Don't give me Notting Hill. You really I'll should see Top, Top Gun. Gun. But Notting Hill is so good. Notting Hill is so I can't believe you've never seen Top Gun. That is I know, so surprising. I know, believe me. And it's not like it's not for lack of wanting to. I, I would love to see it. I just never it never came up. I never saw it. It is what it is, man. I just never got around to it. Last of the Mohicans. Never saw that one. I've never seen that either. And that's a classic. That's like huge. I I think I think that one. But did you ever see that? Have you ever seen Heat? No. Are you see what do you have a problem with Val Kilmer? The only Val Kilmer movie you've seen is Batman. Is that what you're telling me? That's not true. I saw Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I, I like, like actually. Was... I hate you now. I literally just like hate you in this uh, moment. What's the one? What's oh, what's the Jesus. one with Christopher Walken and Anthony Hopkins and and um, and um, Christian Slater? What's that movie? I don't know. I just and I Val Kilmer. I feel like he was in that. <laughs> I don't mind Val Kilmer. <laughs> What's the one with all the big actors? And I think Val Kilmer was in it for three minutes. That one. They I saw were, that one. They were all in that. They acted. They got a paycheck. <laughs> I saw it. End of story. But I, I have nothing against Val Kilmer. I, I don't think. I feel like where where is he? He should he should make movies again. I have nothing against him. Dude, you have got to watch Heat. It is. Do I? Yes, Frank. It is, first of all, Pacino and De Niro. Fine. It's the first time they're in a movie together, ever. Okay. It is so friggin' good. I don't even want to... You have to watch it. First of all, Michael Mann is a goddamn genius because he finally gets Al Pacino and Robert De Niro to be in a film together, and then he does the best thing possible, and I'm kind of going to... This is not a spoiler, but I'm going to I'm going to shave a little off the top of your enjoyment here. He waits until Good. like an hour into the movie to act. He builds suspense up so much. He waits towards the middle, towards the end of the movie to actually have them face each other and be in a scene together. Like it's and by the time by the time you get to that scene, 
you're so like you just like oh my god yeah you know? i've done that it's jaws everybody stole that from jaws steven spielberg had the brilliant idea of let's not show jaws in the first scene let's wait till halfway through the movie before we actually show the shark and that was that changed the well, face of that's um, because the friggin' shark wasn't working so he had no choice <laughs> it was one of those genius granted. moves that he was like forced into <laughs> Um, but it Kim worked. Kimberly absolutely hates you. Uh, Thank you. Love you, said, Kim. I thought I liked you both <laughs> until you both admitted you have not seen some of the best of the best. Frank, why not The Doors? <laughs> yeah, you never saw The Doors movie? The Doors? No, no, I've oh, never seen The God, Doors movie. No, I'm sorry. I guess, you being. know, it, there are certain... <laughs> Val Kilmer, it's like, I, I would watch it. I have nothing against Val Kilmer, and I would see The Doors movie. I just never sat down and watched it. That's It's never on. So I'd have to go out of my way and search for it, which I never, just never have. And when is that movie on? What heat? The Doors. Oh, The Doors. Oh, I don't. I've. It's been a while. It popped up a while ago, and then it kind of disappeared again. By the way, Val Kilmer had one of the best appearances on Entourage ever, and you don't even know it's Val Kilmer because he plays this Sherpa who's got a long beard and he's all covered up. Like, you don't even know it's really Val Kilmer. It's I have never seen an episode of Entourage. Uh, right. <laughs> I can't... St that's my problem. My problem is I can't stand that self-entitled, you know... I guess that's why I'm not huge into mob movies because I'm not... that. I, I, I don't like that self-entitled, me-first kind of attitude. I don't give a shit about anybody. I, I'm, I'm not into that kind of movie. That's That's my... Uh, I just I, I can't enjoy it like I, I every now and then it's good to watch for you know a little entertainment here about that but I can't get into it as much as you can like People... I don't like that like Sopranos like I like the Sopranos but they get like so like I'm the most important person and nobody else matters that but that's every what is movie. that called I, that what are you talking about like self no 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 there's a word it's like um good uh Critically well, acclaimed. Good. Right. I don't like critically acclaimed. <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> there's just that very self-centric. There's I'm 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 the center of the universe. I can't. I just can't stand it. I don't know. I'm not huge into mob movies, mafia movies. So that's why I'm not. You know, I steer away from those. Those kind of I don't know maybe it's just me and I'm sure it's just me yeah you're not I don't you're not making the argument you think you're making here. <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody's bringing up Top Secret which is a Val Kilmer movie I have not seen it my wife looks like she has and it looks like she's loved it also Bryce is calling in to question your character how many Metallica shows has this guy been to did he see them when Jim Brewer opened up the shows when did he start following them you've been a I, diehard from the beginning. No, 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 not from the beginning. I remember, I remember the day that I became a Metallica fan. I don't remember the date, but I remember the day. My brother came home and said, you got to listen to this. I was in, I guess, was maybe freshman year of high school. My only question is, is why didn't he ever do that with Top Gun? <laughs> That's my only question. Ask Mike. I don't know. Ask Milhouse. <laughs> you would have been a better person. You. So Milhouse <laughs> came home one day, and I, I guess I was... 13 years old give or take a year i can't be exact on that okay and he said you gotta hear this song 
And at that time, I wasn't really devoted to any kind of band, any kind of music. I was listening to everything. You were 13. And yeah, exactly. And Mike said, uh, Milhouse said, you got to listen to this. And he put on Master of Puppets, the song, not the album. He put the song on Master of Puppets. It was eight and a half minutes. And I literally, I sat there and that was a turning point in my life. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a moment in my life I will never forget. I was sitting in my room. And I listened to this eight and a half minute song straight. And at the end, he does that laugh where he echo, you know, that, mm-hmm. you know, and I was, I was just like, this was the most incredible song I ever heard. <laughs> I played it. I just, I was like, that's it. I'm hooked. And from then on, so I was what, 13, 14 years old. Yeah. That had to be 20 something years ago. And I was just hooked from then on. I've been to maybe four or five shows live. No, we I, went more than that. I feel like I've been no, to two no, they shows. They don't come around too. They haven't come around too much. Whenever they come around, I go, but I missed one that they came around to. And the other one I missed was because we were playing hockey in high school. I couldn't go to it. It was the, it was the symphony Metallica when they came around and toured with that. Yeah. The symphony stuff is my, is my personal favorite okay. stuff, but you had to pick. You had to pick hockey over that. That's that's the right. That was the right call there. Yeah, we were on a team, and you can't you can't. But I feel like you've definitely team. seen more than like five. Because I, I think I've been to two or three with you. I think you. De- I feel like you've definitely seen more than five. Well, that sounds in low. the la- in the past. Let's say the past twenty years, they they've come around to New York. How many times? Ten, uh, ten times. Maybe. Yeah, they're good for every. Two I've or seen three them years. maybe five or six or seven times. Maybe. Yeah, okay. That's, did you did you, you know, see I can't them? say I've seen them every time. Did you see them with Brewer? That was more recent, Brewer. No, my brother went. I didn't go because they were going, and uh, the tickets that they wanted to buy, I, I don't remember. It was they wanted to get like these really expensive tickets. I was like, uh, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I was like, I'm not gonna jump into that. But, but I want to see them again next time they come around. I'm going. Um, I remember when we went, me and you aunt, we went to Giant Stadium. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you remember this. The Summer Sanitarium Tour. We were in the pit, yep. and we gradually, as the show went on, they started at noon, this show, and it was like five or six bands before Metallica came on at like 11 o'clock. So at noon, it was middle of the summer, 90-something <laughs> degree weather, and we're in the pit. Giant Stadium. Giant Stadium, which yeah. Giant Stadium, for anybody who doesn't know, was there's no roof. The sun is just glaring in. It's in and New we're Jersey. In the, and we're it in the smells middle. like an armpit, regardless of the fact that there's nobody there. Plus, you had eighty thousand right. people. Exactly. So we're we're like I don't know, hundred feet from the stage with the first band, and we just kept moving up and moving up and moving up. And by the time Metallica came on, we were literally up against the railing like this, five feet from the stage. The only thing between me and and James and Kirk and and Rob was the little uh, security pit and to show how committed we were, we didn't want to go to the bathroom. So, and we didn't want to get a drink. We didn't want to go for any food. The security had uh, those jugs of water that you put in like uh, the water cooler at work. Mm -hmm. And they were just pouring water on everybody because we were all dying of thirst and heat exhaustion. And we were just, they were just pouring it on us and we were just out there in the crowd. Like, (laughs) And it was like the hottest, sweatiest, most disgusting day. 
but it was a day I'll never forget because we were like five feet from them. And when the flames came up, they had these, these huge torches for like fuel and everything. And you just got blown back by the heat from these things. And that was just an amazing, amazing yeah. concept. That was the last. I, I remember that. And I was like, this is the last time I will ever be in a pit. <laughs> this is it. You just can't even. <laughs> you can't even like. I don't know how we survive. Like I could never. I could never do three minutes of that today. Could not. That do was it. insane. Do you remember that show? Uh, Chino from the Deftones. Yep. The lead singer of the Deftones. He was standing on the. On the oh. Our, Wait, start over again because you start over again because you're breaking up good he was standing on okay he was standing on the guardrail right in front of us to the point where we literally i can just reach out and grab his ankle if i wanted to and then you he's singing and you i remember you're standing next to me and you said to him hey, nice watch this is the stupidest thing and he just looked down and he stood up and he just fell <laughs> right on us and he just crowd surfed and I think that was the beginning of my, my lifelong back problem because he just landed on us. <laughs> and we just Chino? caught him and we were holding him. Chino. And he's not a small guy. No, he's a big dude. And he crowd surfed. <clears throat> he was a big dude. And um, that was an amazing time, too. That was a good time. Bryce thinks you're bullshit because you've never traveled to see Metallica anywhere other than the Tristed area. And I'm, you know what? I'm on Bryce's side because a real fan. That. I am bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> No, I am a huge fan. I just, uh, <laughs> I don't travel to see, you know, uh, if, when the show comes to me, I go see it. I don't. <laughs> Have you, know, you ever I, traveled travel to see to a person. show? No, I mean, the only time I could say I've traveled not to see the show, but while we were in Canada, we saw a range, uh, I think it was a Ranger, Ranger uh, well, Maple Leafs. Yeah, game. that was a hockey game. That, yeah. But we didn't go there for the game. We went there just to go and the game happened to be there. But I've never traveled in order to see a band. No. Wow. You got to do you? that, man. Yeah. Dude, I let me tell you how much my wife should have divorced me. I dragged that poor, <laughs> innocent woman. That's beside the point. <laughs> I dragged her down to Charlottesville, Virginia. Okay. This was before anybody knew where the hell. Char before the, the Nazi guys stormed Charlottesville. Before that happened. No one knew right. where the hell Charlottesville, Virginia was. And let me tell you where it is. It's in the middle of friggin' nowhere. And it takes way too long to get to. We were just driving and driving. I remember driving and going, this can't be much longer. And I looked over and I go, how much longer? And she was like, five and a half hours. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, it can't right. be. It's just, so who was this for? I, we drove down to Charlottesville, Virginia. You're going to hate me. Because that is Dave Matthews' hometown. And I'll give you that. That's and it's not that far. If San Francisco was that far, I'd probably go to it. You could get to San Francisco faster on an airplane than you can driving to Charlottesville, Virginia. But here's the thing: I've never traveled because I've never had to come to New York. Did you get me? I think I you cut out a little bit. You're saying because the bands always come to New York, you've never had a reason to travel. But it's still it's kind of fun though to. Yeah, I just, you know, I've never based my, my vacation time or my travel time around a band. I probably, you know, I wouldn't mind doing it. I'm not opposed to doing it. It's just never come up. Um, you got to do it. You got to do it. I, I would love to. We've, D and I, we went to Charlottesville to see Dave. We went to 
Philly, especially Philly, because it's such a quick, it's like two and a half hours and you're there. But it, it makes the show so much better. We saw Sugarland in Philly. We saw Kenny Chesney in Philly. We saw uh, we saw Billy Joel and Elton John in Philly. That was that was the show that Billy was so drunk he fell off his stool. <laughs> he had gotten divorced. It hadn't it hadn't even reached the news yet. He came out, pointed to his ring finger, and there was no ring there. And he was like this, like he just came out, like it might have just <laughs> happened five minutes before the show. Oh and he was like playing God. along, and then he literally felt, felt, tumbled off his freaking thing. And hey, Elton, he's, he's human, man. You gotta, you know, uh, dude, Elton, guy's a person. What do you gotta do? Elton was so pissed at him. Like you could just see it in there because they, they each played by themselves. Elton played first, and Billy played, and then they both come out and play. And Elton was so pissed off at him. You could just see it in his face. He was like, <laughs> and especially like after I saw the Elton movie. Like where Elton, because I never realized what a junkie Elton John was until I saw the movie. There's another one. I didn't see the Elton John movie. <gasps> you got to see it. I know. And I want to. I want to. All right. Let me I tell you how good it. the Elton John movie is. I cannot stand musicals. I hate a movie when they're talking like this. And then all of a sudden they're singing. Like, I can't. Sure. Nothing takes me out of a movie faster than that kind of shit. So you're not big into Disney movies. You know what? When it's coming from an animated character, I can accept it a little right. bit more than when it's coming from a real person. Um, <laughs> okay. But that movie, they do it so well in that movie. It's unbelievable. And I, I fell in love with Elton John, so I was always a fan. Like I said, we traveled to see him. I just love that guy so much more because you just you really you feel you see what he's gone through, and it's so horrific. Sure. It's so horrific. I can't even imagine. I I want to see that movie. And I've heard nothing but great things, um, and that's on our list. We want to. I want to see that movie definitely. It's um, like, um, did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, I did. Yeah, was it up there? Is it like that? I got to tell you something. I liked Bohemian Rhapsody, but I thought Rocket Man was better actually, because it was a little bit more truthful. Bohemian Rhapsody was. I liked it because it was just. First of all, he he played the hell out of Freddie Mercury. He was phenomenal. Like he was, yeah. I, I forget his name, but he's he's amazing. Remy Malik. Remy Malik, so good, so accurate. Yeah. And so he won. It, I think he won for that, right? He did, and he deserved to. And it was the kind of yeah. thing where it was like it was fun to spend two hours with Freddie Mercury, you know. But absolutely, someone you know very little about since he passed away so so long ago. So yeah. that was something to get to know him. That was definitely needed. But the thing is, is it's it's one of those where they jammed a lot into a short amount of time and then they strayed away from getting into the grittiness of any of it. Whereas the Elton John stuff, he is not afraid to show you really some of the big, bad, poor decisions that he's made and the reasons why. Like, it just it's I don't know. It was a little bit more truthful. It was a little bit more realistic. And and okay. it's 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 a little bit it's more fantasy. Like it's more like it's weird. It's a little trippy and fantasy-ish at times, but it holds true to the realist the realistic the realistic parts of his life, whereas Bohemian Rhapsody, and I know this for a fact, they were kind of like, we're not going to show the really, really bad parts. You know, we're just going to kind of glaze. We're going to show this really shiny Disney. Part. Yeah, because they, they didn't they didn't show any of the things that that. Um, I mean, they kind of got deep into some stuff. 
They did, but when you see Rocket Man, you'll be like, holy shit, like that's that's really diving into the end. Like if I was Elton John, I would have never okayed Rocket Man. I would have been like, no, we can't. I can't. That's that was really painful to show that part. Wow. And, and yeah, I got to see it. Yeah, there was Elton John just like at all the premieres. Like, look at look like look how great these guys did with this movie, and and <laughs> I, I give them credit. So are they gonna, for it. If they had to make a Billy Joel movie, mm-hmm. who would you want to play Billy Joel? Who would I want to play Billy Joel? That's a good question. I I don't. This is not my answer, but I think Rami Malek can actually pull it off because they do have big. <laughs> they both have big eyes, <laughs> and Rami can act like like all hell. Um, he could be anything. Billy Joel, that's a rough one. Yeah, that's a that is a rough one. Nobody I, knows this, but my old boss actually looked like Elton John, which is very weird. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just had to throw that out there if he's watching. Yeah, I have to think about that. Let me think about that. We'll carry that one into the next episode. Uh, Kimberly's telling a story here that she m- hated Val Kilmer before the Doors movie. She met him when he, when he was. She met him at the Dracula premiere and he told her he was going to be Jim Morrison and her reaction was, what? Not you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, but she met him. I I missed a little bit of it. She met him when he what? what? She met him at at the Dracula premiere and he was like, oh, I'm going to be Jim Morrison. And she was like, what? Not you. Okay. Well, to be fair, I think every single, almost everybody, 90% of people, who heard that Heath Ledger was going to be the Joker, was like, what? So, uh, you know, yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too, totally. Yeah. But blew my expectations away. I mean, I'd never been so happy to be wrong. Oh, listen to this for Billy Joel. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. I could kind of actually see that. I I picture short and, and kind of stocky. Yeah, but a you little. can. Yeah, but don't forget, '80s Billy. Billy, for the most part, was kind of a slender dude. He was kind of like a blue collar looking. Yeah, but I always curly hair. Short. Yeah, but what? It, yeah, but I'm not worried about height so much. It's got you to me. Like you have to have like to me. Billy's thing was Billy never looked like a rock star. You know what I mean? Like Freddie looked like a rock star. You know, right. Um, Elton John dressed up to look like a rock star. Billy Joel showed up in blue jeans and a blazer everywhere. (laughs) You know, and you couldn't tell the difference if he was the star of the show that night or if he was, you know, a garbage man. You know, you just. Right. That's that's true. And he just when he jumped on the piano. So that's a good question. Who would play Billy Joel? I mean, it's not easy. There's very few out there. I mean, you got young Billy Joel, you got now Billy Joel. But you can make up up to now Billy Joel. That's what I would, that, that's what I would do. To that's me, true. I more want to see, if I made a Billy Joel movie, I more want to see 70s and 80s Joel. And 90s and now would be like the last minute and a half the of, last, the, of the movie. Yeah. Right. His, his stay at Madison Square Garden would be the end. Yeah, because who really gives a crap about that? I want to know more about, A, what his neighborhood was like growing up and how he got started, and then him Long Island, baby. Him <laughs> being married to, uh, what's her name? And Christy trying, Brinkley? Christy Brinkley, and trying to live that like rock star lifestyle, which he's never, ever fit into, you know? 
Yeah. Now that would be a good movie to make. Um, it's tough to cast someone like that. I mean, I try to think of anybody who could do it. You ever see, uh, I forget his name, Joe Latrulio? You know, the guy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I'll have to let me look at him up. <laughs> kind of like a little bug-eyed guy. <laughs> oh, I think I know who you're talking about. I think we're focusing too much on the eyes. <laughs> I can see him doing it. You know, okay, what about, what about... Um... You don't want, like, a Hollywood pretty boy. You want just a nitty-gritty guy. What about Jonah Hill? Jonah Hill, nowadays, I, I could see that. If he wasn't, you know, if he's not... Um, he might be too get old. Get to the Greek Jonah Hill. Yeah, yeah, he might be too old, but Jonah Hill might be able to... I don't think he'd be too old. He's, what is he? He's got to be close to 40. I think that's okay to play play 20s to 50s. He could pull that off. Maybe. Jonah Hill's not a bad, not a bad one. Actually, Jonah Hill might be. That's that's the contender. That's the lead right now. Look at Jonah Hill right here. Yeah, if he looks like that, that's not bad. And then, and then he made him up. Like, yeah, they could, they could. He could pull that off. And then you're not really adding much to weight him up for the later years, you know. Yeah, I could see him pulling that off. He definitely can't do his own singing, though. No. You got to get Billy to do his, own, his stuff. I don't even know if Billy would be okay with that. He would sign off. You think he would? I'd, I think he would, only because, I mean, they made an Elton one. You got to, you know, they're, they're, they're neck and neck, those guys. I feel All right. Like him and Elton. Let's, let's wrap this up. You got to see Top Gun. You got to see Notting Hill. Not before the next show, but those are two, and and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Rocket Man because Rocket Man is so damn good. Not Rocket Man, I I definitely want to see Notting Hill. I don't want to see, and <laughs> Top Gun, I should have seen. Yeah, <laughs> so I I think before we get back on for Monday's show, I, hopefully we can get a show in Monday. Um, you got to see Notting Hill or Top Gun. I'll see one of them. I'll see something. You've got to see either uh, Princess Bride, Silence of the Lambs, or Star Wars Episode Four. God, I'm so not in the mood for any of these. <laughs> I, I'll see one of those three that you gave me. All right. All right, that's a deal. All right, we're going to leave it there. Thank you, everybody who chimed in and who watched. Thanks to Ethan for getting on with us earlier and uh, everybody in the eight o'clock shot group finish that off that's man a, that's as much as i've gotten about that what is that three quarters of a bottle maybe a little less maybe two-thirds two-thirds of a bottle of wine you should get you should finish that bottle and book a trip to a film festival somewhere else and go watch top gun at the film festival okay <laughs> <laughs> that should be your thing. sounds good uh thanks as always to frankie c for being the greatest Anytime. uh thanks Love to being here. my wife for making the pina colada earlier and the heath cookies look at these bad boys nice oh my god finish those bad boys off oh we didn't even get to the ice cream. Did you have any ice cream i didn't have any of my ice cream i didn't even have time to get it we were so involved in this movie <laughs> talk. what'd you say 
I said, we didn't even get the ice cream. I know. This whole thing was ice cream. Don't worry, we didn't change friend. a tire. What was it? Changing tires. Uh, Laverne's tire. Laverne's pies. Tires <laughs> fixed also. Do you mean tires Laverne's pies? Also. Tires fixed also. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> do you mean we didn't Laverne's have pies. pies? Tires fixed also. Yes. We'll do pies we next week. We didn't fix the tire. Yeah. Pies next week. That's fine. Well, now that we know I that the some... the live podcast works, we could do a lot more live shows instead of doing the pre-taped. Yeah, Big thanks to Ethan too, Ethan, yeah. uh, for checking in with us at the eight o'clock shot uh, shot group there. And everybody who's uh, been in the comments, uh, who has been phenomenal all night, uh, Beth, Kimberly, Tracy with the Adam West stuff had me laughing hysterical. <laughs> Those are really really good. Uh, Greg, uh, Bryce, um, everybody. You guys are awesome. I can't go back. Jill and April, and I can't go back and name everybody. But everybody's been fantastic. Thank you, Frankie Janine, C. for making fun of my mother. <laughs> Janine, Janine from earlier on. Uh, thank you, Frankie C. Uh, we'll see you on the next one, right? I'll be there. All right. Have a great night, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your quarantine weekend. Happy Easter if you're celebrating. Happy Passover if that's yes. your thing. And uh, if you hate all of it, then happy Sunday. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. Anthonyonair.com has all our info. Uh, of course, you can watch us on Facebook and YouTube Live. Or you can, uh, that was excellent pointing, Frank. That was, you Thank were you. spot on on the pointing. <laughs> right there, right? <laughs> or you can grab the uh, podcast on all the major podcast networks. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, which 40% of our audience does, 25% of the audience is on Spotify and the rest are everywhere else. Uh, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure to rate and review. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you next time. Have a great night.